0: The
1: Incomparable Podcast, number 95, June 2012. Welcome back to The Incomparable Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Snell, and we have a very special podcast for you tonight. Um, I am joined over the magic of Skype by Monty Ashley, who uh, is the recapper for Game of Thrones on Television Without Pity, and uh, our very special guest, because we're going to be talking about Season 2 of Game of Thrones. Hi, Monty. Hello. Thanks for being here. No problem. And in uh, the same room as me for a very, very rare special occasion, we have three other incomparable guests. This is contravening the constitution of the incomparable, which not does not allow more than Two of us to be in the same place at the same time, or the whole podcast dies. Scott McNulty is at a secure remote location. He is with the Secretary of Agriculture right now. Yep. Uh, So joining me uh, to my left, although you can't see him because radio are not here. To my radio left is Dan Morin. Hi, Dan. Hi, Jason. It's nice to see you in person. It is
0: nice to see. We're looking at each other. I'm trying, but I don't. I want to look at the mic. And talk. to I'm gonna look at you sideways.
1: I'm used to sit doing these podcasts sitting on my bed with the door closed, with a USB <laughs> po- microphone in my lap. I'm and I'm You've and moved, I'm not wearing. You moved pants. up in the world. If I'm, I may say. I'm wearing pants right now, so it's a big it's a big change. Serenity Caldwell is leaning into her microphone, as which she went as if she was going to speak, which is funny because I can see her because she's in the room with me. Hi, I know.
2: Hi, I'm very glad that everybody in this room is in fact wearing pants. Yes, this is a good thing so far. So far. I mean you never know.
1: You never know. And across from me is John Syracusa who is in, in uh, who's west of the Mississippi for one of his rare excursions to the uh, left coast. Hi is that, John. Is that who that is? That is John Syracusa over there.
2: I'm or, not uh, sure if he's real. He might or or be a least hologram. He
1: claims to be. F it Jason, we'll do it live. <laughs> we'll do it live. <laughs> we're we're doing it live. Except not streaming it no, live. Not live. <laughs> Uh. Sorry. Live-ish. I should have brought Ish. in my my, my uh, MacBook Air. It would have worked with this, but oh well. So, Monty, sorry you couldn't be here. That's all right. But it's nice that we that we have you on because you've uh, in recapping the show for television without pity. D- doesn't that mean that you have to watch it every episode like um, several times? I watch them about two and a half times each.
3: The halftime is just going through making sure that I actually have someone's particular wording correct, because I have a lot of quotes that I put in.
1: Does that, does that diminish your enthusiasm for the series, <laughs> by the way, to have to, to, have to do it like <laughs> not that? Not yet.
3: It's not a very long season, luckily. Uh, if you recap a show that's 22 episodes, you get really sick of it. But so far, it's only two or two and a half months so a new episode comes up, and I'm looking forward to it. And about the time, I'm starting to think, oh, God, then the season's over.
1: That's good. That's good. So when we last left the Game of Thrones, uh, there were some dragons.
0: Darby dragons.
1: Lots H- of Baby dragons, dragons hatched. So uh, cute. Ned Stark was dead. Had his Beheaded. Head story, had his head chopped Ned's off. dead, baby. More
0: like yeah. dead Stark.
1: <laughs> oh Dang.
0: Yeah. that's that's why I'm here. That's why they pay me. Wow.
1: So that's what it looks Can like when you, you make terrible terrible jokes on I the did podcast. the snapping thing, yeah. Like wow. in my room by myself. I got to see his look of glee when he did that. That's <laughs> very exciting. Uh, let's see what else. So there were many kings, um, many thrones, maybe so one throne. One, one game there. One throne, one many it's like it's really like musical chairs, the game of thrones, or a cakewalk. One of those. Yes. It's a carnival game, really, a festival game. The music stops and then somebody dies. Don't hate, don't <laughs> don't hate the game, Jason.
4: Yeah, hate the, hate players. the players. That's right.
1: It's true. Hate especially, the Lannisters. especially Joffrey. <laughs> so the, the so this is obviously this season was based on the second book in the in the series. This is the the point at which this this one book per season will begin to break down because the third season is probably not going to be the third book, but part of the third book because the third book is gigantic. But. Um, so in this season we have let's see, what we have. So so Tyrion uh comes to the fore as the hand of the king in King's Landing, which I is in in my mind is one of my favorite things about uh the season and about the book too, is that we get to see a lot of Tyrion and he gets to do smart things, and uh and so that that's happening here. We have Jon Snow beyond the wall and Daenerys kind of having a little sojourn in the city of Karth. Those are two stories that felt like they could have been told in like a single episode, except that they stretched it out over over 10 episodes. Well, because
0: then otherwise you have like, you know, oh, so episode 7 is about you, but that's the only, only episode where we we're see you. use you.
1: No, it reminded me of um if you watch the first season of Battlestar Galactica, every every episode had like a minute and a half with Hilo. Oh, yeah, his, yeah. And Stuck his Cylon girlfriend. On the planet. Yes. And that was yeah. the worst plot line. And it was the worst. <laughs> and at the end of the season, my wife turned to me and she said, Couldn't you just edit that whole thing together into like one episode? That's like, meanwhile, Hilo ran yeah. around with his girlfriend. <laughs> um, that re- it reminded me of that a little bit, where it's that stall ball kind of thing. Like, they, we don't have anything for them to do, really, but we
4: need to show them so you don't forget who they are. It didn't bother me, though. Like, I guess they could have compressed it all into one, but it, weren't you. I liked it when they cut back to them. I said, "Hey, what's Daenerys up to?" And then you'd see her do something, and you'd be like, "Oh, well, that's nice." And then you go back. It's, like, a,
0: it's a palate cleanser.
4: I think that structure worked for for the show. I didn't well, find myself like, "Oh, they're going back to them again." Like, no,
1: I wasn't sad about it. It's just one of the structural problems of the of the of the book is that they they don't have a lot to do over the course of the story. It's nice to see them again, but when you think back to sort of like, what did Daenerys do? Yeah, yeah, she She's found the town that? and met the guy and. And her got, dragons and were got stolen. Into trouble and,
4: and resolved it. They could and have yeah.
3: given her more to do in the books. Jamie Lannister doesn't do anything for the entire second book. That's true. They had to he's invent out. things in him in He's in
0: a cage. He spends a
4: lot of time with metal around sad, his neck. Sad yeah, sad he got cage. to kill
1: a guy in this one, you know, and and hey. be grumpy and say things that were mildly threatening. Which, yeah, because yeah, he's basically not in the second book, yeah. so. So, uh, but yeah, I, I, you know, I always liked Jon Snow. He's always been one of my favorites and it's, and, uh, it was a little disappointing to not, not see more of him, but that's just how the, how the book went. Um, Although I love the setting. that I, I guess they shot all of the Jon Snow. Not only does it feel like it's a different show, it kind of is a different show because they shoot different parts in different parts of the
0: world. So yeah, right. It, so the, that background with like you know the, the mountains and everything is, I mean, it looks great. It's, it's Iceland. Really, they went yeah. to yeah.
1: Iceland to shoot the North yeah. of the Wall stuff and it looks fantastic. I mean, it really does not feel, there's CGI in there too, but it does not it's feel flooded. like, it's subtle. It's like a fake CGI in. planet yeah, that they, they're on. They look like no. they're actually cold. I think they, I think they are. I think they're freezing and miserable. You could
2: contrast this to something like Hoth, where it actually <laughs> looks like where you are, as opposed to you know.
1: Hoth was Norway.
2: Though. Let's yeah. be clear. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying it is Hoth.
1: Clarity is very important. I
2: mean, then it would be a completely different show.
1: No one like Captain Kirk is is jettisoned <laughs> and lands on on the the, the ice planet in, yeah. in Star Trek. He's it's not even a sound stage. He's in the parking lot at Dodger Stadium. Uh because I've seen the, the in the back, behind the scenes clips it's it's like fake snow blown on the parking lot of Dodger Stadium and whereas the ice and they do a good job but it's not you know that Iceland landscape is a real landscape that they're walking over and they're on a frozen lake and and uh I always like the north of the wall stuff there's way more of that you know obviously spoiler alert but you know in future there's more of that in the future the story continues which is great because it looks so great and we just didn't get a whole lot of it this time i'm wondering i guess sh- should we structure this by the different little story chunks because this is one of the funny things about game of thrones is that is that we're really looking at a lot of parallel stories and occasionally they cross over but it's really the this series of parallel stories that well, there's a lot here. less crossover i mean i think
0: we started out right in the first season with all these characters and there are sort of a couple knots of characters and then over the course of the first season and, and furthermore in the second season they start to all move in separate directions, so we end up with all these different independent storylines, and there are not as many intersections in season two. I feel like a lot of the characters are left to sort of go on their own devices. We do get a few, including a couple, of, I think, invented for the TV show ones. Um, the I think the scenes with uh, Arya and Tyrion, or not Tyrion, uh, Tywin, right? Like yeah. those, those yeah. are all. Those are, all, yeah, those are fantastic, fantastic. Mm-hmm. by the way. But um, I don't believe any of that is really. She, she acts as a cupbearer for someone, but I did not think it was Tywin. No, it's she acts no.
2: as a cupbearer for...
0: Monty's got the facts.
3: Uh, she spends a lot... I just finished the book, as well as just having finished the season. She spends a lot of time just being a prisoner in Harrenhal. Right. And then when Tywin leaves, she becomes a cupbearer for whatever for random guy is left in charge of Harrenhal. And then she gets to start killing people off.
4: I thought that was nice, though the tension Never meets Tywin once. The tension of the second season is that these characters who were more or less together in the first season have now been spread to the four winds, and and you want as a viewer to for see them, to, for them to get back together. Right. You want to see the mother reunited with child. You want to see Arya get to be back together with them. You want to see them find out about each other, especially since all these lies about what's going on are flying between them, and, and they don't have iPhones and they just got the friggin' birds <laughs> and they, they killed all the birds and like that. I, that's a good. It reminded me of the tension of. Uh, What's her name? The the girl who went missing in Walking Dead. Uh, oh, right. oh right, that was the whole uh, second yeah. season of Walking Dead is uh, Stephanie or Jane or whatever. That the girl goes missing and that underlies the entire season. So this one was all like those people who you liked. Bad things happen to them in season one, and in season two they're all spread out, and you want them to like. You want them to get together, and even yeah. you, and where's you
1: want, Sophia?
0: Where's Sophia? Yeah, Sophia you want name. you want more bad things to happen to the people that you don't like. Except well, the,
4: right? well, no, but that's like it's. I thought that was nice. I thought it added it added an extra element of tension to scenes that would otherwise be like you know because it's just always in the back of your mind that well, those guys. I, you know, are as I
0: the other thing I mentioned in the first in about the when we talked about Games of Thrones last year, um, that still remains my favorite line from the uh, first season is in the first episode, Ned Stark saying to Jon Snow, "Oh, I'll tell you about your mother next time
1: I see you," and having read the book at that uh-huh. point, just laughing hilariously. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Yes, I'll resolve all mysteries in the next time we talk. <laughs> yeah, we'll just we'll Chopped. get together for uh, you know, for a coffee. Yeah. In like 10 episodes, it'll be good. In the 11th episode, we'll
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. There is no 11th episode. I mean, episode. maybe he comes back as a White Walker in like three <laughs> books, <laughs> a
1: headless yeah. torso.
2: Sure. Sure. I mean, can't get coffee, but uh, no. then
1: he doesn't have ears and he'll never hear the story. It's so tragic. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst. He tries to speak, but there's no head, so he can't say anything. It's <laughs> awkward in the uh so Charades, john, so the birds. john snow story is it's a lifetime movie they basically uh, they basically saddle up and go beyond the wall to find mance raider right we, who is the like massing an army yeah. who are they looking for cuz are, are they looking mean, or are, are they looking at me. Benjen, the 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 stark no they uncle, they go or? out
0: to look for you know the Wildings, right to basically right. figure mm-hmm. out what's going on that, you know been, beyond the wall that
4: wasn't made clear to, to me as a viewer who hasn't read the books what it is they were like there's stuff going on north of the wall there's the wildlings but then why do they feel oh we have to set out from our little fortification and now we need to go out into the cold area why well, think,
0: don't they they sort of get that Mance raider is, is sort of building an army Isn't
4: that yeah cool? they
3: know two things Manch all the wildlings have gone north to wherever Mance raider's cave is i assume he's in a cave and also
4: there's those two guys that came back from the dead which are the whites yeah And, and so but this this makes them decide this small band that's charged with guarding the wall everyone mount up let's go into the wild to do what exactly
1: you know, to to scout, to
4: scout. They're just going to check it to out take, to
1: see what Raider is doing with his army. Take PLs. care of what yeah. needs doing. You know, yeah. right. yeah.
3: the, the last several scouting parties didn't come back, including Bench and Stark. Right. So naturally, you just, you send, just send more send scouting. More. Yes. It's so a just great plan. Sending people in.
2: Let's there. send, you know, maybe the the most important people of the Nights Watch out right. to scout because none of the other scouting parties have come back. What could possibly go what wrong? Could possibly go wrong. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So then they go to they they go to Craster's for a little while. Yeah. Where he's got, he's got, which is, which is unflinching he was, he was, from the novel, which is. Although he was
0: not quite as I pictured him, but it was, I mean, the setting is. is well,
1: and the concept, which is that he has, he has sex with his, his daughters and then they kill all the baby boys and the, keep the girls they so they can grow them. up. They give, they give yes. them to the White Walkers. right?
5: right?
0: Which, which I don't more think...
3: explicit in the show. They don't actually show it happening in the book. Right, it's, yeah. uh,
0: it's sort of alluded to, I feel like. Yeah. But it was it was effective. He's a bad guy. Well, we, you know, they've given us <laughs> a lot more glimpses. We started out, right, and the first book opens and the first series opens with, yeah. you know, an, an, an encounter with right. a White Walker. But I feel like by the end of season two, especially by the very last shot, we have seen a lot more of them than we ever really see in the book. You know, like, clear, like from a clear perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I, I've sort of mixed feelings about that because on the one hand, it looked kind of cool. I thought the <laughs> zombies looked cool the the whites, but at the, at the same time it re- it it reduces some of the mysteriousness around them, um, and especially when you have to apply like special effects, it's one of the few elements of the show. It's basically that and the dragons that yeah. are really, and to a certain extent, Melisandre is yes. the, the other one. Mm-hmm. Those are kind of the magic. These are the magic uh, elements, yeah. Which is sort of few and far between in the first season, and in the second season becomes much more uh, prevalent.
4: Uh, that's another also, tension that I like. it's also the guy that daenerys talks to the warlock right oh, there's several right. of him so he's like a magician
2: ass guy yeah.
4: but, but like this this idea like that i like the fact that they opened the show because i knew nothing about game of thrones and so the opening scene is the white walker stuff I'm like oh this is gonna be a show about like these magic monsters and then nothing for a long time and but then at the end of season one dragons. so now the whole i don't know how game of thrones goes in the book but i think of the thing as a bunch of uh, annoying humans squabbling with each other all the while, supernatural forces are massing on all sides of them. and They don't realize it, and they don't know what's coming. Yeah, well, that, that which is, is true. that is the
1: theme of mm-hmm. the books, right? Is that is that humans are fighting each other and killing each other, and meanwhile, <laughs> something
4: really bad is going yeah, from, on from and, everywhere. And other than the Night's Watch, yeah, um, nobody is paying yeah. attention. And, and Daenerys, anyone near Daenerys, like she's got dragons. These guys are zombies, and there's this is crazy witch lady. <laughs> and you know,
0: well, what's really funny is to to put in a parallel there. I don't know if any of you have played. There's a Game of Thrones board game. Um, which is sort of a tactical board game. But what I love about it is you're basically all playing the houses and you're sort of squabbling. And meanwhile, there's sort of a counter that goes up <laughs> waiting until the others come. And at a certain point, you all have to sort of band together and secretly you sort of bid how many like armies you're going to commit. And... If you all, like, if you turn it over and it turns out you all bid enough, you're fine. And then, but everybody tries to jockey with each other, like, (laughs) well, I'm not going to commit that many forces because I don't want to leave myself undefended. And so one time I was playing with my friends and we all bid, like, one. And (laughs) the walkers just come down and, like, wipe you out. (laughs) It's like, well, I guess we learned a lesson there.
2: (laughs) Sadly, the people in this book, not going to learn that lesson.
0: Yeah. No spoilers. Narratives, man. No, yeah, it's, I'm, not, I mean,
2: I'm not giving any spoilers. I mean, no, that's no, the no but you just, can
0: sort of you can sort of put it together like yeah. based on how these guys act. That's right? really like, the eh. theme of
1: the of of the of the story is that man squabbles. And doesn't recognize this existential threat that is happening, and and the I think in the is it the first season where they send the guys to King's Landing to recruit more members right. of the Yoren and uh, right you know, goes and he down ta- and he ends up taking Arya away with him, and then he meets with a an unfortunate end. But that's how she gets out of King's Landing. But that whole thing is like they're trying to drum up support for the the because right. the Night's Watch. We see them and they've got their little castle and all that, but the the story is that they don't. They don't have any resources. They right. used to ha- fill like all these
4: There's castles. There's ten castles the
0: wall, along the border, and, and only, you don't see any only of them. three of them well, have people well, in it's them.
4: Been, it's been a thousand years or whatever. It's kind right. of like oh, you know, we like, don't yeah, need these guys nice anymore. Much, right? no. And plus, their 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 recruiting system sucks because it's like, well, you'll never be able to marry. Oh, they get no... Right, they'll take criminals. anybody. They'll yeah. take anybody. It's I basically know, like
0: Australia, except
4: colder. It's like the priesthood. You can't. <laughs> there's your, there's you you can't. Uh, you can't really say you can't. You know, you deny them the right to marry. Then that's that's a real re- hurt hurts their recruiting efforts
2: i am really surprised that the night's watch functions as a you know an actual organization and all of the ex-murderers and criminals don't try and stage a coup or anything you know
0: i mean they don't work together that's the that's the point is that you know they they're basically given the option do you want to die or do you want to do you want to continue living basically get like life sentence but like you know essentially not be a prisoner um and you know, a think, lot of people I, want to live.
4: I, I think the violent environment would make them so they don't. Kill it's hard. To, it's hard
0: for them to run, for example, yeah. and they don't have a lot of other options. And there are enough people in there who are either there for other, you know, white collar reasons, <laughs> so to speak.
4: <laughs> My daddy didn't love me. That's why I'm here. Essentially,
0: um, or for voluntary reasons. I mean, I'm trying to remember if it's is it. I don't remember enough of the books because it's been a while since I read them. I don't remember if uh, Mormon if they ever give the reason that he. Ends up there. Other than, does he go voluntarily? The the old bear, the commander. Yeah, I don't because I don't think they. Able, I mean, he's obviously not a criminal. And he's, no, you know, I believe it lost
1: a bet.
2: It, yeah. yeah, no, I, I think it has something to do with his son with. His,
1: with yeah, with his son. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah,
2: not not giving away spoilers, but
1: yeah. Well, that's not that's not a spoiler. No. There, there are two. Mormons.
0: There's illusions. There
2: are two Mormons. Yes, yes. Although, but we don't it, know.
0: It, it, I mean, we know they're related because they're we, we it's know they're related,
2: to. and we know no, that Jorah says, was exiled. Yeah. We just don't know why. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yet.
1: But anyway, the Nights Watch is you know they're they're the last guards of humanity, and they're 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 of, underfunded. They're yeah. crappy. It's yeah. a little. <laughs> It's not. It's not. Good. There's a lot of potholes in the wall, and, and so, they just don't have the money to fix them. Yeah,
2: and plot holes, but
1: it's an infrastructure problem. So, so John goes and ends up. Uh, in actually, what I would say is one of the weakest things in the second season is that they find the Wilding girl, Egret, um, uh, and um, and the other Nights Watch guys basically say, "John Wait. Snow, you, you take we're, care of her. We're going to leave. You take care of her and kill her." We're gonna we're gonna go over here. I
0: thought they did a better job of <laughs> of explaining in you know in, in terms of in the TV show, like they're basically just gonna kill her, right? And he doesn't want to kill her, yeah, so but, he's like, "Well, no, I'll do it," you know, kind of reluctantly. But why did they
4: go so far away? Why didn't they just go around the corner? and Like, did you kill that person yet? Come on, like they're just like, "No, actually, we're gonna leave you for a day." They um, gotta they gotta take a. hike. They need to get them separated somehow. It's all right.
3: I think the other that. I think Corrin and the other Rangers don't like Jon Snow. Right. He was attached to their little delegation, and they're thinking... You kill
0: her. Then they just tiptoe away and hope the new guy. <laughs> They're ditching out. him. They're ditching him. We're gonna go get some fast well, food. I-,
4: I think it was realistic they would say you kill her as kind of like a test like show that you're up for you know, when we meet wild Wildlings we kill them, and you're a new guy, so show us that you understand that when, when we meet these guys we kill them. And so, you know, it's like a test. See if you can yeah, especially
0: fails. if you use the hot redhead as part yeah. of the test.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. He <laughs> fails the test, you know. But that that was a test. You failed. So he gets he gets the next the, then they get captured by the wildings. Right, they do. And well, she
2: leads him into a trap.
4: <laughs> it's the worst. He, it's he, a trap. Not only can he not kill her, he can't keep a prisoner. He doesn't like. He's the worst. He's also not good he's, with women. Well, it's because she's so pretty. So
2: great with the Nightless he's, watch he's, thing.
4: Apparently, he's a good at fighting, but he's incompetent in many Look. other ways, and probably deserves to be. Like <laughs> you know nothing, John Syracuse. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to carry him, or I'll bring you by a string. But this will be attached to you, and now we uh,
2: like. Let's cuddle. Look, he
0: was raised. Let's cuddle. In Winterfell, he's not really a ranger. Yes. Come on. Everyone in this world's lousy at keeping prisoners. It's
3: right around <laughs> in the season when Jamie escaped when Brandon and Rickon were about to escape. Arya had already escaped. They love taking prisoners, they can't hold them. Yeah. <laughs> that would slow down the plot
1: even more.
0: The um I really I really like although he doesn't get much time in the TV show, I like Corn Halfhand a lot. Um, and part of that is just mainly the characterization from the books. He's basically like, you know, the tough as nails, um, doesn't really like this guy, but kind of also is smart enough to know what's going on and how, you know, essentially sacrifices himself for what is the only real option.
1: So in the TV show, it is much more, um, uh, it's much less obvious than in the books that, um. The, the way they do it is that is that Halfhand uh, in the 8th episode tells John basically when the time comes you're going to have to do what you need to do. And then there's the ninth episode where they don't appear. And then in the 10th episode um, he picks a fight with them and and John is forced to kill him. Which is interesting because in the books, as, as I recall, Monty, you just read it. You can remind me of this. That it, as I recall, it's much more like they get in a position where they realize that they're going to be in trouble. And half basically tells him, okay, you need to kill me now because the only way either of us is getting out of there is if you do that and can prove you're loyal to them. And, and it's spelled out very clearly. And I'm not sure whether it's better or worse that it's done this way. It's more ambiguous. Um, I think it's a little more unclear for, for the viewer. Um, But, uh. But I mean, it's less, it's less, it's it's also less of that kind of like stage whispering, kind of Uh, right now you must kill me. I I thought it was heavy
4: handed in the show. I I thought, I thought, I thought as soon as. I thought it was so heavy-handed, because like you know, it's well, it, 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 <laughs> like you know, having one of us on the inside would be great if you can do what must be done. Like, do you have to spell it out for me, Drew? I rolled my eyes, but then, but then when they were fighting and they were killing, my wife was like, "What's going on here?" I'm like, "Didn't you see that other episode where he's like, if you can yeah. do?" I thought it was so heavy-handed that's like, and I thought it would be, it was like a humor element where Jon Snow doesn't go, well, "What do you mean? What do you mean do it must be done?" <laughs> like, are you an idiot? He just said it would be yes. great to have one of us on the inside, and then he, and then like right after that, he yells at him and says, "You, well, do right." You
0: no. <laughs> what would have been what, much better is if, if Halfhand had said, "It'd be great to have one of us on the inside," and he
4: kills John. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because he, right after that, like, uh, and then he... I
3: don't actually remember that scene in the book, and I think it might actually be something that happens right at the beginning of the third book. Oh, okay, because one, one of the yes.
1: one of the things they did do in this series is is. Um, There's some stuff at the end of the first season that's from the second book, and there's stuff at the end of the second season that's from the third book. Mm. And they also withheld some stuff from the second book because they didn't want to cast characters and have them in one scene of one season yeah, so right. like we don't see the, Mance Rayder the frog men. we don't see the you know, we don't see the frog people we don't it's just like how we didn't see <laughs> John's se- like yeah it's like frog people sorry we, we, what's going we, on? Don't, we don't see to the show? <laughs> frog eaters we, we don't see uh we don't see Stannis in the first season even though he's in the first yeah. season he's mentioned though he's yes. mentioned but we don't he see him mentioned. even though there's scenes with him yeah, in the book so, I think
4: I think there was a problem in the series because a lot of the time they would put characters on the screen and I'm like wait which one is he yeah. because I'd heard Stannis Baratheon and I'm like I know that name but I don't recognize the actor and I guess it's because he wasn't in the first season but they kept talking about him Renly they talked about Mm -hmm. right you know Renly, Renly does appear though the, yeah. In the Apparently first season, well, they have the scene briefly. with him in the night of
1: flowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, hard, to, he, hard to forget. Yeah, he and the night of flowers are buddies. That's yeah. why. That's it, why his his betrothed. People isn't talked so about happy.
4: that in the first season. Like, oh, did you have trouble following us with all these characters? I'm like, no, I was right on board. But season two, it started to lose me in the beginning. Trust me, like, ah. like it's not going to get any better, better John. Worse from here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, It was only like for the first three episodes, and then I settled in. But it was because it's like all the, all these new actors. And I, like, I thought Renly was new. I mean, I guess I did see him in season one, but he was so unimportant. But in this season, it's like Stannis and Renly, and that whole thing is like you
0: don't remember the scene where the night of flowers shaves his in season one
4: I didn't recognize him as the same guy like my wife reminded me that stood out for me (laughs) Um, I remember the scene but I didn't connect that guy well what's
0: interesting is too we've already met minor character we've met characters in a minor capacity in season one and two that appear later I'm thinking particularly of we have a brief appearance in season one of Beric Dondarrion who is the sort of this becomes this mercenary leader in the, the brotherhood without banners um and right which is referenced but not which sure. is referenced yeah. but we don't meet we don't them but he see appears it. in a brief scene where like Robert tells him oh go up to the riverlands and root out all these troublemakers yeah, right. and we like he's out there for 30 seconds he's like all right i'm off the, to do that and i'm kind of wondering are they going to bring back the same like random the same actor? dude that they had do that or is it totally recast
3: they already changed that couple actors i think they the mountain is played by a different guy
0: in is season
4: it? 1 and season 2 really huh Seems like it'd be hard to find another guy who looks like this. <laughs> but put a big guy with a big alma on the side of his head. And... <laughs> no, no, that's the dog. Oh, that's the right. The Mountain's no, his brother, who is that's the right.
0: huge that's right. dude. Yeah. Who's, if anything, scarier than the... Yeah, than the I
4: wouldn't have noticed that they recast that, because all you see is, like, you know, his shoulders and his chin. You know? I know... <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> right. like that guy on Police Squad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so um, let's talk about the Baratheon Brothers, because they're, they're both in, playing Great in Game, the Game of the Com, Thrones. by the way. <laughs> uh, yes, the Brothers Baratheon, I think is what you're thinking, is a fine, independent film. Um, they they uh they have that interesting scene where they they have that conversation like well join with me and it's like no join with me no um uh, and then the the one of those shocking uses of magic where where the red lady melisander like has a shadow baby down in a Boat somewhere.
4: (laughs) That's pretty efficient magic. I mean, it was strangely produced, but it went and got the job done right away. Right.
2: right? It was, I mean, conventionally produced to just, you know, (laughs) instead of a regular baby, there was a smoke baby. There was, yeah. Yeah. Like, this
4: shadow baby did not. Mess around. and just went right. To, I'm supposed to go and kill this one person. I will come. I will materialize. I will kill him. I will leave. Yeah, it's a it magic, magic
1: yep. assassination. It which, doesn't which, feel pity. Which it I, li- I actually like. I like it's it because he what, does. What, that's what all he does. What George does. Martin does that in, in these books that I think is is good and that they picked up for the TV show is these moments of sort kind of shocking magic where you you're lulled into feeling like I'm watching a world where the rules are the rules of the world. Yeah, and said you know it's a different setting, but all the rules apply and then there's a magic shadow thing that comes yeah. and kills you and it's like oh my
4: <laughs> god but and i love that because it's that moment where it's like oh right fantasy right uh, I, I like also like i don't know how this is going to be resolved but i like the fact that she was like the whole you know oh you have to join my religion and like we're gonna do this whole big thing and you're like boy he's getting bamboozled this, this is all made up bs but then, right. but then she gives birth to a shadow baby and I'm like oh she wasn't <laughs> completely She wants out.
5: <laughs>
1: right, well,
4: out well you know i don't I'm still, like, skeptical about, like, her powers versus, you know, like, we, because at first you thought it was just, she's just power hungry, she's going to trick this dupe this stupid guy into following her with this fake made-up religion thing, but she does have actual magic, but right. as it turns out, it's not quite enough to seal the victory that they want. I really right. like
0: well, that scene with uh, with Stannis and Renly, because there is, I feel like, an element of the sort of, the brotherly aspect of yeah. it, where it's just like, neither of them, you know, there's so many resentments and everything built up over time, that the two of them are just like, you can't trust each other because they know each other so well in but, some ways. But there's
4: regret in both of them, like mm-hmm. a regret in both choices sure. that, you know... Because
0: the- they want, you know... And you, and it's hard to root, despite the fact that Stannis, you know, insofar as the the rules of the world go, you kind of know, like, all right, Stannis technically yeah. is the guy to do this, but he's the wrong guy. Like, you know, he's he's, Ren, he's Renly is
4: no prize either. I mean, right, Renly's not much way.
0: better. But like, but Stannis has that you know thing where you know, which everyone talks about, which is just like he's got such a stick up his butt. Yeah, Ren- <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I don't
4: think any of the candidates would be good kings. Well, no, but I'm just saying, like, like who who is the better guy? Like, whose motives are more pure? Who you know, you know, like they all have they all have weird motivations but like Stannis right. is kind of like he's trying to be a stand up guy like he's he's good to what's his name who blows up in the boat at the end what's his friend oh the onion knight Davos, yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Davos, Davos who and, is one of the few really redeemed, like right. generally good characters Davos who
2: are they for and, king and, you know
4: he's Stannis and him are like are, he's good to he's got a he's, they, you know, he's, he's
0: honorable if not particularly yeah, he just, like he's charismatic makes, he makes mm-hmm. bad
4: choices but in general he's trying to do the right thing and Renly the same thing Renly's not crazy in power hungry like he's not He's not Joffrey, you know, right. or anything like that. He's he's finds himself in a difficult situation as well. And so that's why it's like kind of the tragedy of those two brothers that if they had just if they had like just that. talked to each other, you know.
3: <laughs> well, if you're going to go by motivations, the only candidates for king that Really have pure motivations are Daenerys and Joffrey. Well, Daenerys
0: is not very pure. Are they,
4: are well, I think the world belongs they, to me because I have dragons. Raised. It's not. <laughs> I
0: mean, I think from birth were being told, I think are the next king. Rob has, you know, Rob at least the way it starts out, which is to say, Rob generally is like, really, I just want us to kind of be left alone. Yeah. But you're not going to do that, so I f- And then I'm really pissed off because he killed my dad. Yeah. And so I think you know, Rob has his flaws. But at the same time, he comes off looking pretty good based yeah. on the competition. Like he even wants, you know, we get him in season two, we get him falling in love and he wants to screw over his tactical decisions because of his heart, which is unfortunately, you know, not that's something what kings, kings should that's do. That's
4: what real kings do.
1: We're talking about uh, Joffrey. <laughs> uh, mm. Has there ever been a better character that you
4: love to hate? That poor actor. Will he ever yeah. get a job again? Is, well, he's I so mean, good at playing oh, Joffrey. Like, he is? Oh, man. He
2: reminds me of the kid who plays Draco Malfoy in the yeah. Harry Potter movies. That, yes. that yeah. is I found Draco
4: more more sympathetic. sympathetic. Yeah. <laughs> way, <laughs> way more sympathetic. Well, jo- All right. Draco's, so Draco, clearly. Draco's not a sadist, right? <laughs> no.
2: Well, Draco starts out as being a little bit crazy, right? As like an 11- and 12-year-old boy. He gets more relatable as he grows older. Joffrey, um...
0: Joffrey's just a... He's, Joffrey. A, he's, a, he's a Joffrey
4: was, right? yeah. Joffrey was like, relatable for when he was trying to impress the girl and failing and hurting himself with, like, the swords by the... Like, right. That was his one relatable scene, and that was the turning point in his character, and he just went, you know what? It's like, if anyone did anyone here read the stand? I won't even make this reference. Sure. All right. Sure. No, you didn't. No, I'm
3: not going to... i go. related to Joffrey in the it. scene where the hound quit.
0: Yes. Yeah. That is my favorite where he... He doesn't yeah. need that. Right. Well, oh, he's a lousy kid. Well, the, but that scene come where, on, man. Also where Tyrion <laughs> is like, listen, go out there. You need to do this as a kid. Like, you could be... There's still time to salvage you as right. a king. That, that made just me, go out there and do it.
4: That made me like Tyrion more, but I knew he wasn't going right. to do well, it. Right. Like...
0: Well, I mean, but there was a moment. There was a moment of indecision in Joffrey that... And then it's just... Well, it's, can he be redeemed? And the answer is no. Right? Like, he's just... It's not that yeah. he's, like, necessarily... In that moment, you see that he's not... He's not a douchebag necessarily because he's just... I think he has problems, but, like, it's fear at the root of that, right? He is just... Honestly, scared and wants to. I run know, to but his like, mother. but
4: he's already decided that the way he deals with his feels by fear is by turning by turning it into evil acts against others. And True, that's not what makes him a bad. Person. But
0: he's still, I mean, agreed. But he's still like, young enough at that point that you feel like maybe you could change him. But yeah,
4: I have I have pity for his situation, but but the character, no, he's, is he's just, just, like, just totally. We, we all need just at
0: save. a certain point, yeah. it's just tipped, and
4: it's like yeah. there's no going he's back just, for he him. Just needs to be slapped in every scene, and then eventually killed
1: what i what i love about joffrey is that he is the embodiment of everything that i've ever thought in reading history about young people being put on the throne as monarchs which is which is and it's also a little bit like like anthony in that twilight zone episode too (laughs) it's like you give absolute power to somebody who has absolutely no maturity at all what do you think is going to happen more often than not you are you are you are taking a huge risk that they are going to be so warped by their experience that got them to that point that um, you're, you, the bad things are going to I happen. And Joffrey is the embodiment of that. He is the wrong person in so many different ways to <laughs> to, to, to be on that throne, and yet he's really? the next in
0: he's line. He's almost as warped as uh, – what's her name? Lysa's, daughter, Lysa's
1: son.
2: Oh, son, Robert God. Aaron. Oh, Robert kid. Aaron that the
1: kid. um We didn't see this year,
4: right? we didn't no, see. Him this No, we year.
2: didn't do did we see Lisa at all this year? No. No, no we didn't go meet we'll, this year. We'll that get there. We'll, be back. we'll get there. Yes. We'll be back.
4: Yeah. Uh, I like the fact that Cersei thought she could control like I'll put Joffrey up there. He's my boy. He'll listen oh, to me. He'll, oh, yeah, he'll yeah, listen yeah. to me and that I mean, and that seemed like it was working out for like two episodes and then and then she lost it and now she's like this was dumb. Well, I mean, <laughs> once I made him it's king. It's the scene
1: where it's the scene where he kills Ned, right?
4: At the end of the first season where
1: she suddenly goes Oh, that was a bad yeah. idea. Oh no!
4: So, so I forgot. That's right, King.
1: So, the best part, the, <laughs> the best part of this of this season is, I think, is Tyrion um, in that position where he's got his sister on one side. His his father has invested in him, recognizing that he's a very smart person, and then also maybe figuring, well, this might be unwinnable. I am just gonna use Tyrion on this, and yeah. if he blows it, so what? Um, but Tyrion then is stuck between Cersei and and Joffrey, and he's and and it's this great dynamic of somebody you wanna root for but his job is to fix it for all the terrible people, and and I love that because I want Tyrion to do well. I want him to succeed. He is smart. He is funny. He is, does his quips. He's he cares about his his girlfriend. He 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 slaps Joffrey, which is excellent.
2: <laughs> he just happens to be from a not so great family.
1: Yeah, but he's loyal to his family, yeah, yeah. and that's the problem. But that's his flaw. That's yeah. his flaw. Well, well like he says else. at the
4: end of it, like why don't you just leave? And it's like, it's not just like oh it's my duty. It's like I kind of like well he's good. At it, right? I kind yeah. yeah. of he's it's, good at he, he's willing to admit it's not just because of duty it's not just because of loyalty it's not just because this is what he's good about he's like i kind of enjoy it yeah i kind of like doing this yeah I mean, it turns well, out he's good at
1: it because when we see him in the first season he's kind of adrift right he's yeah. just he's going he from place to doing. place and he's disaffected and he's grumpy and he i mean he meets braun and they go to the area and he almost <laughs> dies but he braun saves him and they make the deal with the hill people and he's very clever but right. he's a he's a ne'er-do-well drifter yeah. a waste of, of wasting casts, his talent yeah, yeah. And then in this, it's like this is what he was born for, which yeah. just makes it so so sad that that at the end he gets no credit for what he did. He gets no
4: credit for no no. saving the city. Go, they got to well, try to kill him,
1: and especially yeah, the, the whole scene on the Blackwater, which
0: I'm sure we'll get to. Um, you know, he realizes that the only way to sort of you know get anything done is to yeah. do it himself and to lead everybody. Cause and he knows because
4: that, that's what you get credit for for being a victor in battle,
0: right? Um, like but brother. also because he knew that, that without that, yeah. he would fail. Nothing yeah. would happen. Because that scene where Joffrey runs away, we were just yeah. talking about. He's like, you know, you can see that he's losing everybody. And he knows if he lets it go, the city is just dead. So, you know, he he, as much as he doesn't want to go out and go into battle. <laughs> it's not his forte, maybe. Oh, yeah.
1: But he does it because yeah. he knows that it has to be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And he, that and makes provides, him one of the redeeming characters. And provides the inspiration that the king yeah. cannot... Do, but but Tyrion fin- Tyrion does what Joffrey can't, which is dig deep, even even though he doesn't want to be out there and he's maybe terrified, and does what he needs to do to save the city. And, and,
4: and who was sent to kill him?
1: One of the one of the Kingsguard.
0: Kingsguard,
4: right? One of the, when they sent, when they sent, threw out the but good sent, Kingsguard. Sent by who though? S- we think Cersei. I mean, according to Varys, right? Yeah, but who, of course, has his own agenda. Because I, w- I was confused at first. I thought when I saw him getting attacked by his own guy, I'm like, did, did Tywin send him that? Send that guy? You know? Because it seems like a Tywin thing. It's kind of I mean, left he definitely ambiguous. Definitely
2: has a oh crud because Tywin. Because Tywin
4: comes in and he's like, I save the day, you know. And so
0: yeah, but Tywin's not. I mean, like I, I think you get the impression from Tywin's character is that he's he's much more straightforward than that. Despite being yeah, yeah, like you get the whole thing with him, which is kind of. I don't know if it's clear from the TV show, but we get the the Reigns of Castamere we get. I think
1: think his uh, interaction with... Aria, Arya yeah, actually they're, they're el- elaborates his character and makes it very clear that he is a difficult person, but he's really smart. Yeah, and um, that made and, him and, and sympathetic in a way that I never felt
0: towards yeah, him. Yeah, like, like
4: almost like he's honorable. Like he has his own yeah. code. Yeah, it's absolutely. A, it's a messed up code, but it's his code. <laughs> and like, well, it's because he's being kind to someone that we like too. And that right. He, that he is decent to her. That he's not a jerk to her or whatever. It just so happens that he's a jerk to the rest of the world. Yeah. Right. Monty, uh,
1: sorry, I, we, we've been. Usurping. We've been quiet. Mm-hmm. Thoughts about, uh, about the Tyrion and, and that storyline?
3: Uh, well, I agree that Tyrion starts as a ne'er-do-well. In fact, the first time we see him, he's being portrayed as a drunken whoremonger. Oh, yeah. Which he is, That's you know. Yeah. Before we learn that everybody in the world is a drunken
1: whoremonger.
2: <laughs> he's just classier most, about it most than most. Most of them
1: are mongering The, the, original, laws, the original title no being "Name right. of drunken whoremongers. Ros, get, Ros gets around. So what else do we have? Theon Greyjoy. Oh. Speaking mm. of people who take Poor a turn Theon. from the yeah. for
0: the like maybe this guy's okay to the wow this guy is probably this is got this guy's like ninth circle of hell right well, so he so he goes about... home
1: right
2: he goes home
1: yay I'm going home I've
0: spe-
2: I've to, been a uh... hostage
1: in Winterfell for all this it, time what, I'm going it, it,
4: home now this wasn't clear for me from the show like when he's on his way home is his intention. To is is he going there fully intending to do the mission he was sent to do, or is he going there the whole time thinking now you know like because we know what he actually does, but it, like I thought when he was on his way there, he's going to do what Rob said. Oh, well. know, get those I, guys. You know, I think. Absolutely. I think yeah. he is.
0: I think he feels he is at that point still feels like. Oh, I'm Rob's buddy. Rob wants to be king. That'll put me in like a really great position. In position, I, I kind of he's like and a I, brother I, to I me. I go and, to my family and, yeah, and help they'll help out. me out, right? right. Because but, but they the, they they miss me. I'm the prodigal son returning. Right, but the
4: second yeah. he gets there, it's like when everything goes south for him. And like in a second, he's like, "But but, Daddy, why don't you love me?" And I had sex with my sister, and ew, and
2: like, it's just <laughs> I mean, he didn't have tried, sex. He popped a feel.
1: Tried to
4: yeah, did I thought that that he a horse ride. You don't know what happened.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey,
4: hey, his sister his sister is a piece of work there uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the, I, I
0: mean, mean, that's a good
4: character. Right? I I not the like
0: Greyjoy, the Greyjoy family in general, and we will meet more of the Greyjoy
4: yeah. family. Later is on. an interesting group. of people. Those, those islands—that's not good for the tourist board. For like, oh, come no. to the Iron Islands, <laughs> <laughs> where all nope. no no the says, people are. The all the people are terrible.
2: Pay the Iron Price. Come to be
4: drowned in the water. <laughs> of the what, iron is the, what is their slogan? I like their what, slogan. what is dead they never die. That is—that's a great family slogan.
2: Well,
0: of course, the 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 actual Greyjoy one, which is the we do not sew. You know we're not we're not farmers we conquer like you that's pay what the we iron do.
1: price right that mm-hmm. was which is which is a, g- a great scene where I love the culture clash there where Theon has been. You know, it's that you send a kid off to school, and they and they get they get the all they get all uppity. They get their, their upbringing yeah. and their book learning and all they're of that. Bathing, and, and they come back, and it's like you know, hey, Mister Cultured <laughs> Guy, we here we kill people and steal their stuff. That's yeah. what we do here. Jerk. It it doesn't seem like forget. a sustainable
4: economic system, really. They're pirates. They get like pirates yeah. who have yeah, some islands. They're, they're right? crappy, and pirates. they fish. Pirate fishermen yeah. is what they, who they, they, are. they actually they they find the food that the fish have and they take it from them.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> they're fish pirates.
2: They're paying the... A vasty scurvy price. fish.
1: <sighs> Ahoy. Anyway, and then, so then Theon uh, gets the great idea uh, to go to Winterfell, which is a success in a way.
4: Well, that's part of the family ethos. It's like, yeah, I've got to get with this family program, and my family program is disobey orders and take stuff. And so he goes, you know, I will disobey orders and I'll try to take stuff. Yeah, And yeah. he will. Mission and, accomplished. And,
0: and it's fascinating to see just how far he'll go, too, right? Like, yeah. so we get the scene where... Uh, he's taking over. He's kind of whiny, right, about taking over. Why won't everybody respect me? I conquered yeah, this place with like, 20 def- guys. I'm awesome. And everyone's like, because you're a dick.
4: Well, his, <laughs> like, first-in-command is like, you know you should really kill that guy. Mm. Like, everything he does is because of, like, it's it's like back, he's to, the go- fu- it. it's like back to the future. Chicken, you know, yeah, all exactly. right. Well, yeah, I bet you won't kill these two little kids, you chicken, you know, it's worse, yeah. And I, then,
0: he, and then in, he feels like he has to prove himself, right? So we have that whole uh-huh. thing where he tries yeah. to track down Brandon Ricken. Because um, he let them get away. What's embarrassing? He let a child, a cripple, and a half-wit, you know, escape. And, and so an he other. does, you know, this really... It's even more despicable, right? Like, that's... Yeah. He basically just kills two innocent Oh,
4: well, I'm sure kids. he doesn't do it, but yeah. I, I like that part where he was forced to be the one to, you know... Oh, yeah. Kill... To, right. I, I like the fact that he did it and didn't... Like, he's better than Joffrey already. Like, at least he had the guts to do it, you know? I mean, he he was shaking the whole time. He couldn't handle it, but... Go ahead, Monty. I really like that on the show, it was Theon's fault the
3: kids escaped. Hmm. In the book, it's, they just kind of sneak out with their two weird green friends that aren't on the show. But on the show, it's specifically because he couldn't not have sex with this weird wildling lady that leads to his big
0: disgrace. So it's more his fault.
4: But that wasn't his fault. That's his incompetent guards. He's not guarding the whole castle himself.
0: <laughs> you might say he paid the ironic price.
4: No one would say that, Dan.
2: You know, the thing that stands out in my mind uh, is when Theon to take over Winterfell has to. Who is it that he that he kills? Um, The the, the leader
4: of the guard, right? The leader of Uh, Roger Castle, Sir Roger Castle.
2: Yeah the 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 section where he basically tries to behead him. And Fails. can't behead, <laughs> yeah. so well, it's like he. Eventually, o- yeah, but I mean, you can hear the hacking away. Yeah, that was and, a pretty thing. You know, scene. I haven't beheaded anybody, but <laughs> many in general. People. Many you thought about yeah. it a lot. Well, that, exactly. that's yeah. the
1: that's the parallelism with Ned Stark. Yeah, exactly. The first want, episode, want a clean cut says, "I'll do it." Whereas Theon's like, well, "I guess I'll do it," and then he can't do it, and.
2: But he hacks. He goes through with it,
1: <laughs> and that's and that's <laughs> and the, it turns and brutal. brutal and that's right? his yeah. swordmaster, right? That's the guy who taught him yeah. how to fight everything. He was kind of a jerk, but still.
2: Yeah, I don't
0: know. And, and Fion- he ends up. I do love that last in the last episode, which was oh, again so another great. invented scene with the horn. The guy who keeps playing the horn yeah. outside oh, the yes.
1: walls. Oh. I'm going to kill that guy
4: with the stupid and horn. He gives his big speech and then clunk,
1: and then they just bonk him on the head. <laughs> that yeah. is a great
4: scene and kill I'm, and kill the poor old man. Yeah, yeah, the well, he Meister. He that's comes. So sad. His one bad judgment is was to run out and say, "What's going on here? Just stay in the room. You'd be fine, dude." Yeah. What's going on? Here? Oh, we're poking people
5: with sticks. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't equipped oh, for that
4: game. Sorry, guys. Did, did he not? Uh, yeah. Does Maesters. he not know where he lives? That was a bad choice. Everybody yeah, he, nice. He Dies, so nice John. He was so wise, and he was so good at like you know, kill, killing the ravens and sending the message before. Like that guy had it all together. And oh, I serve Winterfell, and blah, you know, and then just that one bad decision at the end. What's going on here? Well,
0: yeah. they probably just would have burned him down then. I seem like they were just out of there. They wouldn't. No, they, the whole way they come out. Remember? Yeah, they did, burned, they did. It's all burned. But he could
4: have got out. He knew he where the tunnels were. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah.
1: he could have hidden down in the down mm-hmm. in the bottom in the level with the kids, right? Yep. In the crypts. In the crypts. The crypts. The crypts. So, so um, let's talk about. We'll move across the narrow sea. And talk. <laughs> do, 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 do. No, let's not do that again. But we're all in sync this
0: time because we're all here. Because we're
1: all here. Yeah. We don't have Skype as an excuse. I'm giving you background
2: music as we as we fly across. Yes, we the are narrow moving sea. across
1: the Narrow Sea and to Daenerys Targaryen, who is lost out in the in the desert because she was abandoned by. Uh, the remnants of Kaldrogo's army at the end of the first season, but she has baby dragons. So this season, we got to see her. First, we see a few episodes where they're kind of venturing out, trying to find somewhere to go, and it's really desperate, and she's trying to hold them together, which is interesting. And then they find the city of Karth, and they go there, and nego- not, not, and negotiate. Not Karth. Not Karth. 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 And the gates. Kavoth.
3: <laughs> so mad at Daenerys for pronouncing it "Quarth" when she had never seen it written down. That was such a stupid lie.
2: Well, I mean, think about it. She's been speaking, you know, what? I don't even know. She learned about the great
0: cities of the uh, yeah. I'm going to call incidentally, I call him Carl Drogo from now on out. Yeah. You know, Carl Drogo Carl from Drogo. Uh, Chicago. <laughs> I yeah. know him. He's a nice guy. He's a good guy. He fell off his horse, though, and that was yeah. pretty much the yeah. end of it.
1: Whatever you say, like, Carlesi.
4: The existence, the existence of a city like Carth, like coming out of you know, in the TV series, is like, oh, here's this world that we're concerned about. It's like, well, look, there's this whole thriving economy in this other big giant yeah. city that's over there, Ooh, and it's like, not the only one. Why don't we? we you know. Why do- we don't care about those people? It's like now oh, the show's so provincial. Who cares well, who owns the Seven Kingdoms? They have these awesome cities well, elsewhere. There's like 27
1: that, kingdoms left. It, isn't yeah. that the? I mean, that's. I think that's part of the idea, right? Is it turns out that 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 this whole story we're telling is in this backwater? That's like the. It's it's like not the part of the yeah. world that's cool. Yeah,
4: I can't get a handle on how big this the planet is. I you a, can't see. Look at right. the opening scene. I I know, but like like <laughs> it's like it, on a map. Is it, is it fits is, on a map.
1: It's the it of can't be
0: that. Is big.
4: like Winterfell, at King's Landing. Is that like? Is that like? You know, the top and bottom of England? Or is yeah. that like the top I think and bottom of Africa? It's like, <laughs> uh, no, I think it's like
1: Europe. I think I think Westeros is meant to be kind of like the size of Europe, Western but, Europe. But, you know, you get
0: like King Landing is kind of like, you know, England, but then you have stuff that goes below it that gets more And you more also like have stuff temperate. that goes bo- yeah. above it. And, ab- and way, way. you have Scott, like, you know, Winterfell's kind of, they're, they're kind of Scottish oh, up, up in like the north your- there. Monty? So, uh,
3: you can tell from. And my theory is you can tell from how long it takes to go from place to place how big the map is. So Roz went from Winterfell to King's Landing in one episode at the beginning of the season. And uh, Peter Littlefinger kind of jetted all around the place... Ignoring the fact that there was a war going on in the middle of season two, so I feel like it can't be that big. Yeah, Littlefinger yeah. has a uh, private jet. He has though. a balloon. Yeah.
0: Well, it's it's it, got to be
2: what a couple like days. Jobs. It's supposed to be a couple days ride from King's Landing to Winterfell because I think they it's
0: were a little longer than that. But the Kings, road. well, yeah,
2: yeah. Well, on the Kings Road, it's not supposed to take them that long because Arya, when Arya is traveling with the you know Night's Watch to be group, they are supposed to only be on the road for yeah, like maybe
1: a week. it's maybe it's kind of the size of England if you measure. From like King's Landing to to, yeah, that, to the that's Wall, what I think. Yeah. but then there's a vast
2: King's sort Longo of like right.
0: Scandinavian well, kind, and then of, like, you, you just get keeps like, going north, and then you get like Dorne and stuff underneath, which
4: we that's haven't. Like, really That's, seen kind of, yet, that's like it, Spain kind yeah. of latitude yeah. of hot, yeah. And, I but the point Spain is like
2: going into Egypt. <laughs> so the point is
4: yeah. that like. For all we know, there's an equivalent of North America and South America and Australia that are, like, so far off these guys' radar. Well, it's, it's just- hard
0: to judge, too, based on, like, you know, I definitely feel like that in this season where it's, you know, you'll see someone disappear, and then, like, the next episode, they'll show up, like, halfway across the country, yeah. and you're like, how, do right, they, how, they how they long did- has gone by? There's some impressions. Really there's some impressions.
1: There's some impression. But my impression, at least the way I always viewed it was that, that Westeros is in some ways like North America in the sense that it's, like, it's more recently settled and it's kind of a backwater and and then there and then there's the, the main the, all the cities on the main continent which is where the remains of ancient, ancient Valyria are. And then there's like islands and some stuff to the south where it's just too hot and there'd be dragons there. Or not dragons, monsters or something, or whatever. So so, But I love that. Isn't that right? That you go and you see the yeah. city of Karth and you're like, well, wait a second. They've got like money They've, and riches and, and magical and Internal thorns. combustion
4: engines. I don't know what they yeah, got. they got airplanes, they, got, cars, they got safe, safes that work with little magic things that go in them. And yeah. yet
2: Daenerys wants to go across the sea. Yeah,
4: she wants to conquer that place. She should have conquered Karth. Why Where do you need to go?
2: Patience. I mean, it was seemed Patience. to be pretty, pretty easy for that. Uh... they got indoor
4: plumbing there.
1: Warlocks.
2: Mm. <laughs> All yeah, the I wouldn't want to stay in eat. the place with the warlock. The warlock
1: guy was creepy. That was that was. Uh, you did a good job with him. I had no. no. I have no memory of Daenerys' storyline from the book at that all. That is well, they
0: changed it, I believe, pretty. Monty, you read this recently, so you can back me up. But I feel like they changed that pretty drastically.
2: Yeah, well, there was no dragon kidnapping. Yeah, that
0: didn't happen.
1: No, but I mean, in general, I, it, it's so un. She, she wanders around for a long time. Yeah. Monty, in the books,
3: has three different ruling groups that all battle. One of them is the 13, and the show, I think, wisely just cut everybody out with a 13 and then killed 12 of the 13 before <laughs> we even got to know those guys either. Uh, Daenerys is a lot more rambly and boring in Carth than the book,
0: in my opinion. Yep. There's there's a lot of time with her sort of wandering around trying to figure out, like, how do I get the money to,
4: you know, go back to where I want to yeah. go? And if anything makes a good story, it's someone struggling with money problems. <laughs> right? Kavok, good Listen, good it's times. hard to be... <laughs> impoverished when you're queen. When you're trying to take over the... Th- yeah, I, I thought Daenerys was a little bit whiny this season. Like, I liked, yeah. I liked her rise from, you know, the from being, you know, growing, growing a, a property all the way yeah, up She's to, figuring like, it out. And right, now she just kind of got a little bit cranky. Yeah. And it's like, well, I'm a queen, and oh, I'm... Well, mother look, of dragons, I'm, listen to me. I know, I, all my people got killed, and I'm not a very good queen, I guess.
0: <laughs> right, well, I mean, I think... And I think they set her up nicely for just sort of at, towards the end of this season, they're sort of figuring out how she like who she needs to be and yeah. what she can do mm-hmm. um, to say, all right, now she's sort of acquired some of that confidence with, all right, I can take care of myself, I know more or less I think who is loyal to me, and I'm going to take that and use it as sort of my jumping off point.
4: I think I'm saying, well, what about my magic? Like, wait you have magic? Wait, why were you waiting so long to pull out the magic? Why didn't you, oh, I gotta do what these guys tell me. I gotta beg this guy for money. But apparently she could just go in there and say, ha ha, I have magic, I'm impervious to fire my dragons, obey my command, and all that. Like, you could have done that at the beginning of the season. Say, let me in or I'll make my tiny little dragons melt your city a little bit. Slowly, (laughs) slowly, very slowly. (laughs) But you can't stop me because apparently I'm invulnerable. Well, she's multiple to fire. fire. Mm -hmm. It it seems like her ideal
3: battle plan should just be to hole up somewhere wait 20 years until she has giant killer dragons, yep. and then fly over the narrow sea no, she, and burn everything yeah. she, she, she's, yeah. she's very. I don't know what her hurry She's is. very
1: impatient, yeah.
2: She's very impatient. We a, we well, a she's boat gotten now. some she's of her uh, brothers, yeah, spunk to yeah.
1: She and Joffrey should get together. Oh, we'll, no. What a conversation that would be. Oh, would and him. you know she how would it would end? He would roast. <laughs> <laughs> that would be you great. You know, it's,
0: it's hard because <laughs> I, I don't know about you guys, and maybe we talked about this a little bit in some of our podcasts that deal with the books, I feel like a lot of people argue to me that she's sort of the sympathetic character. And I maybe it's because I find her, as with John, you know, a bit rambly at, at a lot of points. But I've never felt that. I don't know. Maybe it's also because I find that storyline much more boring than what's mm. going on uh, in Seven yeah. I,
4: I think it's interesting as a threat to the other people. But her motivation for why do I want to take over the world is always just like, but because it's mine. And I deserve it because I'm, you know, like, you would think that would fade. Like, I liked her thing from like oh you're being given to this guy as a possession but you realize you're coming to your own and she falls in love with him and it's a strange brutal world that you live in but then like then she's stuck on like oh, i have to go back and rule the king- why why do you have to rule the kingdoms i don't well, think and, and no no, not- no
2: i don't think it was uh in terms of her saying oh i have to be you know i have to go back to the place that it's my birthright blah 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 i think that she has basically made a life for herself with cal drogo a, a weird sort of life Carl, but a life and Carl then drogo. yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, but when he died, it's basically it threw her into a tailspin, and it's kind of, well... That's all she got to a, hold on to? Yeah, him. it's basically, you know, that that's my birthright, and I have these dragons, and clearly, you know, the dragons were given to me as a wedding present, therefore yeah. I must head west. Well, what gets <laughs> me is
0: that from the perspective of everybody else that we meet back in Westeros, we keep getting told that the Targaryens were freaking crazy,
4: man. Yeah. <laughs> so well, it's like, it I don't know how I feel that, about that's that. That's kind of borne out by... You know the how, well, how many Targaryens have we known, and they're both uh, both a little bit, little a little bit right. off. Yeah.
5: yeah,
4: yeah. So it's and, hard for me to the, find her sympathetic. I think the, the, most sympathetic, ca- the most sympathetic, character is Carl. Carl, Carl, <laughs> Carl, Carl, Carl I liked him. He was so. He was. I like. I like that actor. I like that we get when, his, his when nice scene there at the end. Like, great yeah.
1: great revisit. Yeah, I, I didn't yeah. realize I missed him until that last yeah, scene. He, yes,
4: he purchases <laughs> and rapes his bride. But as far as as far as the tribes go, one one that's the Yeah, yeah. Who are we to judge
1: the horse people? And their ways. <laughs> he fell off the
3: movie wasn't so good. I was really glad to see he at least got to come back
0: for a brief paycheck for this show. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah, I was I like, to they, say they never again.
0: let him speak English though.
1: Yeah.
4: No. Well,
1: of course not.
0: Well, I love that. That, I love that's that. a
4: more interesting character to me. Is it someone who like is in a relationship with this barbarian, with this horrible barbarian, and but then like you say she falls in love with him? She comes to terms with the fact that she that she is the bride of this crazy bar- rapist barbarian and she decides I'm gonna make the most of this by becoming the good bride to the crazy rapist barbarian. Well, and it kind of And then that all falls apart. But like the right. she, kind of her softens
0: life. him too, which is interesting, mm-hmm. right? Because you start to come around to him a little bit. Yeah. Like that first scene with him is very is very hard to like think. How would I ever sympathize with this oh, yeah. person? Yeah. Yeah. Which is which is one of the strengths of this series in general. There are a number of characters that we are presented with, and it's like, how could I ever sympathize with this person? And yet, as you oh, go yeah. along, you start to figure out. Yeah, they're not just a—they're not just a cookie cutter, right? They all have reasons for the terrible things that they do, right? Well, like
4: Jamie except and for Sir- Joffrey. We yeah. have except for Joffrey, but Jamie and Cersei yeah. Sir- yeah. both. We oh, haven't got to Jamie. Yet. I, I have trouble sympathizing with Jamie.
1: Wait so, for it.
0: Wait, wait for it. You'll yeah. Be, yeah.
1: You will be shocked
4: yeah, because okay. I definitely we get, we get a yeah. brief
1: glimpse of 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 the of Jamie and Brienne, the Maid of Tarth. Great yes. character, Brienne. Love yeah. to see so her. I
4: that that so actor, good. that actress, was so good too. I don't so know. So great, she,
0: she played that perfectly. That is, she, she is that woman, She is that character. Is she really that TV? big,
4: or is that like CG? I, I can't think they tell. do a little bit of forced perspective,
1: but she is pretty tall.
4: Yeah. That that's her, that she's was great what, to get that glimpse. Two?
1: She's over six feet. Yeah. she's yeah. well over. Like they
3: cast a giant lady. Yeah. for the role.
1: <laughs> well, she she is suitably giant and also very good. And we we get her, you know, we see her and and uh, and uh, Ned's uh, Miss, Mrs. Mrs. Ned. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> oh, at, oh, Catlin. At, are, are there Catelyn while they? Well, there's the horrible shadow murder, and then, and they're like, "You did this," and they're like, "Oh, Dude. we gotta start. Yeah, a, we gotta just, fled. I don't know yeah. what yeah.
4: happens." <laughs> I don't know what happens with Brienne, but I feel like she is... We lined. Gotta run. It's an HBO show, I can swear. She's lined up to be the next, you know, Ned Stark, because she's the one person who we see in most of the things who's like, honor, loyalty, obeying my master, doing my duty. Yeah. Like, that's what her whole her thing is tied up in, and she's crushed when the person she was pledged to dies, and she immediately repledges, just like Don Draper immediately getting remarried. Like, I gotta find the next nearest person, and, you know... I, I will pledge my allegiance to you because that's her whole thing is like loyalty and I will serve and then she's well, she, happy again she's, now now I have someone to serve just like Ned's right. like well I'm you know I have to if the king says I have to go I'm pledged to serve the king therefore I go it's my duty my head gets chopped off so I don't, I don't A- like A yeah
2: Duty doesn't work out so well. Right, and people. I like that. But she's the only person,
4: like, who feels a duty? Like, half of these people who are like, you know, you swore to his banner. Oh, did I, did I do that? I hate that. Like, no one is right. into duty. Except well, and her.
0: that last scene with her and Jamie, where she is basically forced to kill those, you know, the Stark people, right? Who are more or less on her side. Yeah. But yeah you know, she's a personal
4: she, bodyguard. Yeah, yeah
0: and she's, she's, she is a fascinating character, and I think they do some really great things with her, and I look forward to seeing that borne out in the show.
4: Yeah.
1: We should talk uh, before we uh talk about the blackwater a little bit. I wanted to, to at least touch on Arya who has her, oh, her she she ends up at Harrenhal with with Tywin Lannister as her as his cupbearer and there's some interesting um, and that, that's all invented for the TV series, and it's great right. because but we those get are we two get really interesting characters. Interesting stuff, and J- and and Jaquen Hagar, who is right? one of my favorites. Yes, um, one, one. I
0: really, I really enjoyed every time I watched this. I was watching. I've been watching the show this season with several friends, and we we kept from remarking how at the you know we all root for Arya, right? Because everybody loves Arya, but the scenes where she figures out about like the killing people and everything. And she's, we're all like, we're all, oh yeah, sweet. She's got all, all empowered and everything. Yeah. And then we kill John. And then we pause. And like someone, one of my friends will remark, if that was a little boy, we'd all be like, <sighs> that kid is a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I well, mean, the, well, I
2: she didn't, a little bit of kill that guy. Address.
1: Kill that guy who found that I had stolen this. Yeah, that well, is uh, one of the best comic scenes yeah. in this entire <laughs> season, though, because you're you're on the edge of your seat, right. and then the perfect <laughs> timing,
0: just one of the greatest pratfalls I've ever seen. Oh. He dies as he enters
1: the room. Yeah. You have to
4: kill him now. Yeah, you have that, to kill him all now. Although, since this is manufactured, this makes me feel better about the books because, like, she's there with Tywin, and you know she still blames him for killing her father, but mm-hmm. she also like. She never... Like, she looks at the plans. She looks at the knife. She looks like... She's. I guess it's too much to ask of a little girl, but she's not very competent in terms of like you had so many chances to kill him. Right, but she knew that you could have named him. You could have killed him yourself. You could have poisoned him. You could have done so many things. She's a kid, and and she does nothing. But she is
0: smart to a certain extent in knowing that there is a lot more value to be gained by.
4: But if she was a little boy, she would have killed. She would have killed Tywin without like she would have been so caught up with the revenge motive. Right, and then she would have gotten immediately Mm -hmm. murdered. Yeah, Yeah. and she would have been. That's fine. I'm. I'm avenging my father, but like Tywin. Isn't
2: really the person who. It's really sets, Joffrey's fault, yeah, right, right. Really but, but she
4: blames the whole family. She blames Again, the
2: Lannisters, but
4: kill Joffrey,
1: kill <laughs> Joffrey, but she doesn't do that. I love they, I love listing names of people
3: she wanted to kill. Yeah, Tywin wasn't on the list, but Joffrey was, yeah. and then she didn't list any of those names yeah. right. when she had a chance to. Like, name. She the, got backed into the talk. I
4: think the, she just got distracted. the torturing guy. <laughs> fine. Because the torturing guy is like, I would just experience that. It was horrible. I really need, he mm-hmm. needs to go. The rat guy, right?
1: You know who one of the people on her list is? Raph the, the Sweetling. That's all right. It, you're damn right it was. <laughs> Sorry. Raph <laughs> um, the Sweetling. He's no, my I favorite. really,
0: I love the relationship with her and Jack and Hagar, who is this.
1: I do not a, remember him talking yeah, so strangely hey, that's a, that's and boldly. Well, no, 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 he's
0: from Bravos, right? Like Syrio. Um, and so not. he has this very stylized um, a man. thing. A man, I a man it.
4: doesn't talk that way. A man does not. No. Speak a girl that does. Way. A girl does not ask a man to do that.
0: Yeah. I, but I love him. He's such a great character. Oh, Although yeah. I was a little. I wanted to see the the end shot of him done. I kept looking forward to it because I knew it was coming and in the book I had always pictured it as just him going, and this is going to be great on on a podcast, but he just sort of runs his hand over his face (laughs) and then it changes. (laughs) Does
4: he do do jazz hands? Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But they did handle that pretty well where he turns away and turns right back and it's it's seamless and it's a different different guy. It's well done. But I I like the first actor
4: better. I like the first actor Oh, yeah, yeah. That second actor, like I haven't met him yet, but the first actor I thought was great with the long flowing hair. Uh, I don't don't think
1: Yeah, the second guy he, he's not like Doctor Who I don't think he's actually regenerating into that guy he's just that's he, his traveling face he takes, right. he
4: takes faces so, right? I, I, like, so they, I mean if this character comes back I think they'll bring the same actor back um, well I don't want to spoil anything I know all but alright right. it would be
1: nice I'll though see. because that was a good actor but yeah. the whole and basically now we've,
0: we've opened up this world for Arya right where she realizes Valar yeah. I want to you know this is something that is going He'll, to get me some well, power. He
4: gives her the little coin so you don't yeah. give they don't do that if they're not going to bring back this yeah. this 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 plot line <laughs> or yeah. That coin will be used in later seasons. I have a strange feeling. Yeah, yeah it might it might come up.
0: Good um, call, but yeah. I love and she again is one of the other characters in the book who it's strangely enough despite being like Essentially murderous.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's still one of my favorite characters. That's a great character. She's still funny. I mean, yeah. She's spunky and funny and smart. Or in and the end, speaking of all those things, the
0: actress who is just fantastic. I thought all those scenes with her in yeah. Tywin, where she she like looks him down, and they have this sort of weird like mutual respect going on, and she's constantly lying to him, but he knows that she's lying yeah. to him, but
4: mm-hmm. doesn't really realize the extent to it. But which occasionally she's lying. puts her in her place. Right. With a little stern word here or there to show where the boundaries are. But it's a it's Maisie, an Maisie Williams. She, yeah, is she is great. She's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I yeah. think she has a long, hopefully a long career ahead I saw of her. a video of her doing the cinnamon challenge recently and it kind of ruined the character for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. I did shit. She, did. she was like it was like a bunch of her friends in like a suburb in England or I don't know, they all, they all speak with that accent. It's like, yep, she's she's just a teenage girl. That's not what Arya would do. She's much more dignified. <laughs> Arya would not take the cinnamon challenge. <laughs> That's
1: I'd cool. never heard of the cinnamon challenge. We'll, t- we'll tell you about it. Ask, yeah. your, ask your kids. Yeah, no. they know. Why. Right. Okay. <laughs> tell them not to do it. All right, <laughs> it's a bad idea. We had a, we had a Taco Bell hot sauce eating contest when I was just
0: uh, kind of. It's like kind of like it's kind of like well, basically it's you know what did it eat like a, like a half teaspoon of cinnamon? Yeah, which you can't do. It's very dangerous. Don't do it. Which kids. Which you can't do. No, you can't. You will. Don't you'll do basically Don't do it, kids like you can't you will cough it up essentially because it's. In it,
4: can, it can be done in Mythbusters they did it yeah
0: it's just it's really hard to do because it's all dry and everything <laughs> yeah, and yeah. so it doesn't like you can't it's like swallowing like a like a chunk yeah, of and it's very dangerous to inhale all that cinnamon. right because yeah. you get
1: cinnamon in the lungs yes exactly well
0: that and you also just don't want to swallow it because it's also probably a choking hazard
4: yes
1: Wow! So, pro tip: don't take this. Ch- don't, don't take, take the, the cinnamon, cinnamon challenge. Down. Also, there's this
4: thing I no. think that's our yeah, episode this, title there's right this there. This don't thing called the, the internet, challenge. Jason, that you can learn about all sorts, of, like this funny pictures of cats. Also,
1: I've got it up on my iPad all right, right? Also, yeah,
0: Jason, well, Mentos and Diet Coke yeah. and Pop Rocks, right. Pop Rocks, Pop Rocks and soda <laughs> killed my Yeah, that's
4: not not true. So many things you might not know about not having access to the internet.
0: Yeah, it's
1: true. Like like all the people in Westeros.
4: Let's talk about the Blackwater.
1: Which is the ninth episode, which was uh, written by George R. R. Martin. It's the it's the it's the blockbuster budget episode. Yeah. like we're going to blow everything. Battle. Yeah, it was a great episode. It was yeah. Yeah. The format. It was excellent. Yeah. Focus on that. Uh, and all the different players, the 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 boats are coming. There's those kind of dark scenes of the boats out there and the distance. Like where are they go? Where are they and, going? And what what are they the, doing? What is
4: the guy with the beard's name? Stannis' da- right? Davos. Hand. Davos, Davos Seaworth, Seaworth. got all these scenes. His he's son- talking about stuff. He's uh, got his son who's like, "All right, dad, I'm gonna go out there, boom." Yeah, and, and, yeah. That's just the. And a really I, nice,
1: creepy moment where they come on that one boat, and it's like, "Who's on that boat? Is there anybody? What's what's going on they're there?" They're bad and, soldiers. Once you see an empty boat rowing towards
4: you, like, "Run away!" <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like Clear. Let's let's think about it trap. tomorrow. Can we all scratch our heads? No. <laughs> reverse. Can you reverse a hard boat? To, hard to do. Right a boat. for water. Right. Didn't help the Titanic either. I guess. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, George R. R. Martin wrote that episode he as did. well, um, which you can definitely tell because the dialogue gains a slightly more, not necessarily froofy feel to it, but there's definitely there's less cursing and more, uh, interesting derivatives
1: and it keeps cutting back between the action out on the surface and then down in the keep where circe and <laughs> yeah. and the women
4: are Aww. and circe is increasingly awful and you, drunk you do not Aww. want to be in her with Worst her in a, in a, in a storm shelter or bomb shelter or shelter ever. of any kind really because she's she has
1: pointy objects and she'll kill you and she she tr- almost gets uh gets uh Tyrion's girlfriend to she starts to t- tear her apart and then there's a yeah, there's a, saved a distraction. By there's a, saved by yeah. the bell, and and so she's saved. I used well, tell
2: I, her derision at the rest of the ladies. You know, yeah. they're praying and singing, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I could have fought."
4: Well, but is is she the only one there who knows that big grumpy guy's there to kill them? Because yes. that's a big downer if you if you're the only one yeah. in the room going. Yeah. You, see, you see that big frowny face guy? He's gonna kill me if anything goes wrong. So well, you, I assume. Well, she that's had,
2: why she has the metal like breastplate.
0: Yeah, but, I, I assume she had give she had given that order. Yeah. because who else would have mm-hmm. yeah. Joffrey wasn't going to do it
4: no I assume that's Tyrion true. wasn't I assume that I that that was... she
0: knew she knew that they but, could not be but taken alive that,
4: it's so sad that she accepts that, like she's supposed to be this powerful woman and has her own schemes she so accepts the place of a woman in her world that she's just like, well, uh, you know, I'm. I'm as soon in. as the attack comes, she leaves that room immediately and oh, lets yeah. all the nameless idiot women
0: <laughs> wait to get killed by. Yeah, but then she goes down face. to the throne room and it's like, "I got some poison." Yeah,
2: yeah. well, she yeah. she has Dang. her way out.
1: She's gonna she's gonna kill oh, Toman yeah. right there. Oh. It's only, I mean, that that would seem kind of extreme. She was doing me? it in a loving way, though. <laughs> yeah.
5: Well,
2: actually, loving you know, that is the one of the few scenes where Cersei actually seems. Kind yeah, of like because... a, a regular old mom where she's like, yes, baby, I'm <laughs> going to My mom you. always
0: threatened to poison me. <laughs> oh, no.
2: <Wait>. well, no, <laughs> I'm going to protect you before the crazy, you know, Stannis well, Baratheon come and about murder the, you. The st- J- I, Jason, I love that
0: story about the, the, the evil stag. And the-
2: Stags are yeah.
0: evil. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they
4: are. <laughs> yeah. uh, J- Jason is the other a child of the 80s who has kids right now. I can probably relate. Maybe you can't, but I, don't, I think you probably can. As, if you thought about if there was a nuclear war, would, yeah, you, yeah. would, you, kill, would you kill your kids in, in a, in a, in a, in a, in a a peaceful way
1: it seems extreme um, to me it yeah. seems that you're 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 not open to po- the possibility right. that uh that things might actually get
0: better. right whereas uh, where
4: if you're all gonna die radiation did you watch sickness? the uh, yeah.
0: the third torchwood season? children of men and yeah. children mm. of earth children of earth the torchwood season the yes. the, uh, the guy who's sort of the, the the flunky right the uh the the civil servant guy yeah mm-hmm. with the two daughters right which was a brutal brutal scene in that as well i don't know it's uh, i don't know
4: yeah, but so that's, that's, that's how I relate her. because yeah. it's, if you do, if, if like I said, was everyone was born in the '80s had had to consider, well, what would you do if, if the world ended in a nuclear holocaust? As we all know, it will from every piece of media fed into our brains in, will our, survive, in the formative years yeah. of our life. I know, but well, we like, know, John, but now, that, but now that we're parents, it's like, well, you know, I don't want my kids to to suffer that fate, so I would I would put, and so that's what Cersei was doing. She's like, well, this is the end. I don't want my kids to suffer a horrible death, so I'm going to tell him a nice story, give him a sip of poison, he'll go to sleep. That'll be it. Yeah, it's a a relatable feeling and you can debate whether she was accurately assessing the gravity of the situation obviously she probably wasn't you know
2: well I don't know about that I mean if you're in
4: Game of Thrones you eventually have to realize this is a horrible world where the worst
3: thing happens all the time (laughs) so I think planning for the worst is probably a good idea
4: well, like, he was a little boy, though. He would have had a fighting chance. He wasn't going to be raped to death like any of his daughters.
2: You know? I well, don't, I, don't th- I
1: think that. The, different, the difference is that he was he was uh, in, he's in line
2: uh, in to in the throne, of a throne. Oh, that's right. They got to get rid right of him. And he's a bastard child. Yeah, right.
4: <laughs> he's an
1: abomination
0: of his status, folks. She
4: has all those inbred kids, so they're probably not right in the head, anyways. So. Uh, Joffrey? <laughs> yeah, no, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like it's like there's Tommen a reason. It's
2: supposed to be a little bit of um, we kinda get but... the
1: idea that he's a little uh Well, I mean it it he's just a it's just a little kid. And we, he's we, a little we, kid, but we also we get the know. idea I think that he's a little But you're, exactly but dumb, you're right, but... John, I had that <laughs> I had that thought that it's like, well wait a second, the women down in the keep I can understand because they're basically they there saying if they come in they're going to rape you and yep. then they're going to kill you. Yep. But with with Tom I was like, Well, what what are they gonna do with him? And it's like, well, no, he's he they're gonna kill Joffrey and they're mm-hmm. gonna kill Tommen, yeah. so that the and only Baratheon is going to
2: live because she got sent, sent away. Sent to Dorne, yeah. Dorne yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: But but and then they're just because that's what they did to the Targaryens, right? They tried yeah, to yeah. kill all the Targaryens Bashed and they just
2: Rhaegar's brains and they against just the wall. M-
1: missed a couple of them, yeah. Missed it by that much. We missed a couple Targaryens <laughs> there and
3: there. You know, <sighs> Tyrion has actually snuck Tommen out of the city. And at one point, Sansa is being beaten, and Tyrion tells Cersei that everything that happens to Sansa. Any beating or any raping he will personally do to Tommen, which huh. I thought it was interesting they took
4: that out yeah, they're trying to keep little... Tyrion is trying to be more the the uh feel good sympathetic character in this in the TV series anyway so yeah
1: well well that would that right in the book he's 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 exerting his control over his family in the only ways that he feels yeah. that he can. And his, well, let's be honest, what's his sister's weak spot? His sister's weak spot is the love of her children. Yep. And so that would be... And they don't want to show, show our sympathetic Tyrion in the TV show, maybe. Right. Uh, it, exploiting, like, th- basically taking his nephew and saying, mm. I will do terrible things to my nephew if you, if you mess up this girl.
0: Well, and, I mean, uh, coincident with that plot line, we have the the Sansa Stark... Um, her, her uh, was blossoming into womanhood. To put it, oh god, obviously. Right. But I mean, also the whole thing, and not just that specifically, but the the whole season, right? Because in the first season, she is pretty much like, I'm going to be queen. Yeah, it's gonna be a storybook. Great. yeah, and this is the season where it's really like, put in her oh place. yeah, well, welcome to real world, lady. Yeah. Like, and I think. You know, we have the scene where she is accosted by the mob and almost raped, yeah. and murdered, and the dog and saved saves by her. The hound, yeah, and a great scene with really, I think, with the hound later, where we when he quits and comes yeah. there and says, "Like, look, Wait. I'll take you home." My
4: wife and I both said, you "Should have gone with him."
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, she should have, John. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Um, Clearly. And then we have that scene at the end, right where she gets thrown over, uh, in a very carefully staged,
1: yes, uh, scene. Yeah. Surely. I cannot <laughs> not marry her.
2: Oh no, but the church says it's okay. That's all oh right.
1: well, then. But but what about this? Yeah.
2: No, no, it's okay.
1: All right, well then, done. <laughs> and she's so see, get, yeah. we have that brief that moment smile.
4: where she's like, "Yeah, I'm free." And then, so then so finger swoops in and, and says, says, "Let me tell
1: you how it is." Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: But
2: <laughs> if you marry me, all will be great. Yeah, another cold
0: blast
1: of reality. It's oh. like just because you're free of him, you're not free of him. Now or you're not free of. Now, now he, now he, now he's your. Now he, you can be the king's plaything, and he doesn't have to take good care of you because you're not his wife, right? And yeah.
0: Not to mention, you know, Littlefinger out of the frying pan into the fire because Littlefinger, I was a friend of your mom. I, uh, I
1: was am really with your creepy. Mother. I love
4: <laughs> your mother so much, and you know Tommy Carcetti. Like no, yeah, <laughs> no, he wasn't a good mayor either. No, <laughs> <laughs> I am the mayor of Winterfell now, or what is Un- Harrenhal.
1: Santa topic, like I
3: Harrenhal. thought it was interesting that. They had Shay be Sansa's handmaiden yeah. Yeah. when Sansa and Shay have no connection at all in the books. It was like what they did with um, uh, Tywin and,
2: and Arya, right, right.
3: where they have two characters in the same place, and the show shoves them up together. To get some really interesting scenes yeah. that just aren't in the original source material,
1: and I, it lets you lets you kind of uh, reduce the number of uh, of locations you've got and increase the, the, well, well, thank, the use of. Your incidentally, characters. I was really
0: glad, by the way, that they finally pronounced that Shea is from Ashai, because reading that in the book always mispronounced it because <laughs> it's got two s's. Yeah, looks like
4: S-I <laughs> I think what they did with pushing characters together that aren't together, that is vastly preferable to the other thing that you do when you're compressing a big book into TV, which is the dreaded composite character. Yes. Uh-huh. Where you take two or three characters and she, you make them into one. She and is then... the daughter of Ned Stark and a prostitute from Roz? a shy.
5: Yeah,
1: uh, Roz, yeah. Roz is every prostitute in Westeros. Right. They, they we avoid that for the most part. They carry. do a pretty good
0: job of, even in the cases where we have these random characters who anyone who read the books is like, Oh, it's that guy. Like right. I thought it was nice they had Roose Bolton in a couple scenes. Um, right but is, we don't
1: but we don't see his bastard son right, because, because he's one of those characters who they're like, important.
0: we're gonna cast him next year. Well, right, yeah. because again he would have been too much but yeah. he because but he is very important.
1: Yeah, they're, they're the little characters that are that are in there and then the others It's nice hot, when we get hot the Hot Pie. Yeah. Hot pie and, and Gendry hot pie. with Arya are also nice. Her little pals who they go on the lamb from the Hair and all with. I like I like those little collections, I mean, of characters where it's like, oh, they're out on an adventure. Bad things are gonna happen. Uh, I was
4: waiting for that. I was waiting for that fat kid to die every episode. <laughs> oh, hot pie. Like, he's dead meat.
1: Oh hot pie.
0: He's he's dead meat he for can his cook.
4: Own hot pie. He can cook.
0: He'll so, be okay. He'll be okay because oh, yeah. people need to cook. Mm-hmm. I also think it's interesting, you know, it's it seems like one of those shows where it's like you get to the end, and it's the most improbable characters survive, right? Yeah, like right. Sometimes you're like, this guy is dead. That guy's dead. And then in, like, like book eight, it's like, King Hot Pie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's the only he's, one left. The, well, I, I had that moment when we find out that Gendry is one of the bastard children right. of Robert. I'm like, is this going to gonna end with everybody else dead? And Kendry's going to go, you know, Robert was my dad. And they're like, King Gendry. Hey, 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 you know, Robert was my dad. Make and, your own and, helmet. And, ever,
4: and everyone else is going to be like, you know, we've been rethinking this whole hereditary monarchy <laughs> yeah. thing and we think actually there may be a better way to decide who rules us
0: in book seven they have a constitutional convention Oliver
1: Cromwell appears from the
0: east and
1: uh (laughs) (laughs) that's the end of the kings
0: too many kings. Blackwater, we didn't mention the uh, I do like the Alchemist Fire, which I thought they did a cool job with the special effects. It's green. And the, oh, they did screen. Yeah. yeah,
1: it was green more fire. it was more complicated with a chain and stuff in the books. Yeah. But in the in the in the they took the coolest part and put it in the, the well, show, and which it, and is, it the, is a nice uh, moment
0: of and that's Tyrion that set up like six or seven yeah. episodes right. before. It's a nice
1: moment of Tyrion getting like proving
0: again once yeah. again that he is He's actually pretty good at the whole strategy. And, and,
4: and I like the idea that the explosion was bigger than anyone thought it was going to. It was kind of like well, you know <laughs> yeah. the kids playing with firecrackers and they're like, "Whoa!" You why do you that? That?
0: It's that classic scene from uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid where he goes to blow up
1: the train car and he's like, "Well, that ought it and then it just blows up yeah. the entire <laughs> car. Yep. Yeah. We overestim- overestimated a little. Yeah. Well, if you're going to go, go big. Yeah. And so they or, went big or
0: and go they- home. And some truly. Horrifically brutal special effects in that battle scene where we would be, my friends and I would be watching. and We'd be kind of chatting, and then they'd drop a rock on someone's head, and they'd yeah. and you it would explode, and you'd just like, be like, oh, "Oh my god, that was oh that was gross, but awesome." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or cutting, cutting cut the cut off somebody's leg, in half. Yeah. Yeah. cutting people in half. Yeah, Tyrion yeah. chops off someone's leg. I like, I like, well, he's I
4: like the Hound being afraid of fire. That was oh cute.
0: yeah. Well, I mean,
4: yeah. there's it, why there's he had the now, I know. There, I know so, yeah, I know. Right? It, 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 it was it was good but to see him go. You know what? No, no. Yeah, he's big. <laughs> not, he's big and tough, and he talks a good game. Right. And then he says, "But
1: he's like, you better not get that fire anywhere near me." And then right. he's like, "I'm out of here." Right. I but I like the this. fact <laughs> that you see him.
4: You see him by the flames, and he's all like wide eyed, and you, the right, audience makes the connection. And you would expect him to go, but then he overcomes it, and like he goes no, to the battle. He that's goes out. His he character. He changes his mind. He goes. No,
1: it's
0: like the princess. BS.
4: It's like the princess bride. Yeah, exactly. I'm to die. I'm out right? of here.
0: Yeah. And I mean, and it's that scene. It's also it's not overplayed, right? It's he doesn't explain. Uh well, you know. When I was a child, I was scared. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And now I am afraid yeah. of fire. No, I also it's told really very well. Love the showdown with him and Bron, where they're in a yeah, the bar. In the belt, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, and it's like that. Could you
1: kill think each, each you're other. You're badass. Ah, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, and Braun's, you know, Bron kind of knows like mm, this guy's probably tough, but I think I think I can take yeah. him. But it's it, going to be a tough fight. And then
1: they're sa- literally saved <laughs> by
0: the bell. Yep.
1: <laughs> we gotta yeah. we gotta let's have a drink before we go kill all those guys. <laughs> all right. Well, they'll do I enjoyed Braun. I loved
3: how much more there was to him than there is in the books, where he's just a guy standing behind Tyrion. Was, a I lot of the time, knew there
2: was more to you. Than yeah, you
1: great character in the in the in the show. Yeah, absolutely. I love. It. He, great he casting, makes me. Too. He makes me laugh when he's. I, my wife and I were talking about. It. It's like, oh, Braun, it's great to have more Braun. He's he's Tyrion's the brains, and he's the Bron. Yeah, and he's so straightforward. He is. He's a guy with a sword, and he knows how to use it. And he's like, you be in charge of the of the city guard. Okay. Yep. I can do that more or know? less mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah but and then, and then at the He's end of pro. the season with Tyrion we have him
4: basically oh. he
0: is stripped of all his resources yeah. and no credit leave. And
4: the, the, the old guy comes to gloat what's his name the, 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 the beardy face. guy who yeah. he, he threw and he comes shave. Julie, <laughs> I, I would just like to tell you that, Julie, that, it's, that I am on top now and you it's uh, <laughs> uh it's Commander
0: Veers from Empire Strikes Back <laughs> <laughs> yeah
4: I just I think picturing him doing his like squat exercises in his robe. Right. <laughs> oh, the previous scene, so like that squats. is that is defined his character for me. Yeah. that I saw him naked. Him. Yep. That's and it. we
0: have Varys. A uh, great scene where Varys tries to get seduced by a prostitute.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 Although that that's a, he, there's also the good scene where they where they come he comes to Tyrion and says, "Look, you know, yeah, that we know we know yeah. what you did here, and and uh, as calculating as everybody is playing their own game here." D- you know there would King's be Landing. a city there are there, are there are a bunch of us who yeah. realize
4: that you're actually the guy who saved the city uh, he's yeah. be, he's yeah. becoming we're, more we're sympathetic f- like yeah uh, but but at the same time they establish his character so well that every time he does something that's sympathetic i keep thinking oh they're they're just doing it's a trick he's trying to uh to to trick me into uh being sympathetic to you you know and so so when I see him making a visit, like, oh, we believe in you, Tyrion. It's like, don't, don't listen to him, Tyrion. He's totally setting you up. <laughs> yeah, that's he's, right. He's trying to well, draw you that's, into and it. And that, that is into the it. trouble yeah. with Varys, lies.
0: Varys, Littlefinger, Tyrion. You know, Tyrion is so, certainly the most no, uh, likable of the three of them, but you can't, Pycelle, they're all
2: calculating, too, right? you can't trust any of them. calculating, but in different ways. Yeah. I would say Tyrion is definitely more an audience peephole through the calculating part, um, whereas Pycelle's just dirty, Littlefinger is creepy. Yeah, Littlefinger, <laughs> you don't want to know what he's doing because probably it's something crazy. Well, but and Varys um,
1: is just like Varys is just in it for the game. V- right? Vary, Varys, Varys likes is, the game. Varys and he's playing a long game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's a survivor. Oh he yeah, is? He's, mm-hmm. he's he's kind he's, of like he's, he's been survivor. around. He's, like, he's, he's been around since the Targaryens,
4: and he's still there. Yeah. spider <laughs> in the web, still there. Without his balls, he's got a long. He's got a lot of other things to occupy his mind. Although I yeah. do
0: like, I do like that scene with him and the prostitute. Just yeah, yeah. because she thinks yeah. she is totally it, in control. of yeah, And the he says, situation. "Now I know who you are." And she yeah. and and she but, sticks but her but hands between, between his Not just knowing legs. who he is, but yeah. the fact that she realizes, if it was any other man, I know exactly how to control right, right. men because that is my job. Yeah. And that she realizes, like, I, basically, I, this guy is like Kryptonite. Right, he
4: took, he took my trump card. Yeah. yeah, I have no power over you. Great, not a little the nice little scene.
1: Yep. um yeah. Anyway, so so season two, in in uh, you know I last year I loved the show I really enjoyed watching it and this year, um, you know got HBO again specifically to watch it, uh, and I gotta say over those ten weeks which has felt like way too short a time Sunday night comes around and I'm like all right Game of Thrones and you know what there's not a lot of TV on right now that I feel like I want to watch it the night of, and I'm really excited to watch it, and I'm thinking like, oh, in a couple of days. (laughs) You know, oh, it's Saturday. Yeah, yeah, there's a weekend, but tomorrow night? Game of Thrones, right? And, and, and that's Man, how
4: I felt. And Mad Men is on the same day. That's the other oh, show. Yeah, I felt this way. It's well, a double nightfall. whammy of. And awesome. I watched The Killing as well, which is also
1: on the Sunday. <laughs> so Sunday. Monday, not, eases, Monday is like eases the pain of uh, ending the weekend. So, I, so anyway, my 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 thought is that I thought they did a really good job. I, I you there know, are more I, changes this year, but they're I think they're done well
0: in the service mm-hmm. of making yes. a good show. Yes, as opposed to a good novel. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. I think they're on the right track of. What they're adapting from the novel and what they're splicing, and there's not really any sort of big warning flags that I've seen so far in terms of missteps that they've made in adaptation. No,
1: I think the narrative weaknesses of this season are largely because there are things that there are I mean, narrative because weaknesses it, because in the, book. the book the book puts some stories on hold and does some sort of plate spinning for a while, and <laughs> and that's not going to get any better. really. No, after it, it, I it, mean, it, the it next happens. season is going to be
0: tricky because of the whole the split,
1: right? But they've got. What I, what I like is they, they seem to have – not only do they, are they uh, making some good decisions, but they've also got George R R Martin on board, so there's yeah. nobody who's sort of like, you are ruining the brilliance of the books. It's like, no, we're telling a TV show and we're telling the same story, but we're going to figure out the ways to fix it so it works better as a TV show. And they right. really – I think they really did that. So I, I was I was really happy with what they did. Yep, well, ultimately,
2: it's a different medium, you know, and it the is. story is being told. If you want the in depthness and the occasional drawn out uh, relationships of the book, then you can read the book. It's not like yeah. the, the television here, show is replacing the and book.
1: You've got ten one hour chapters to tell the story. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all they got. It's more than a two hour movie, but it's not, you know, a thousand page. For book. me, yeah. the um, it's
0: they continue to be tops in both. H, like, basically in production value. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that they do a little bit of uh, hookery-pokery to make sure it doesn't... Like, we can't afford all these horses and all this stuff. But <laughs> Dragons. Look, right, but they Dragons. look good. When scene they, takes place at night. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's right. But it's they, very dark out there. But, they, but do it in a way, they do it in a way that it feels natural yeah. to a certain extent. And for me, what really sells the show, especially coming from having read the books, is the casting. Which tends to be... Which continues good. to be, yeah. as with season one... They they think very hard about how do we capture this particular character. And to my mind, there is very little that I look at any of those characters and think – I mean there are definitely times where I look at them and think, no, that's not exactly how I pictured that character or whatever. But
1: the character still comes yeah, through. And it's not like, not like Watchmen, when you're like, oh, you've miscast this horribly. With, yes. with, mm-hmm. It's like, no, they, it's good. No, they actually, HBO has hired good actors. Especially well, for the little characters. And this is a yeah. show with this a lot, lot a, of characters, right? It's lots. not just like,
0: well, you know, you got to get Jon Snow right, and you got to get Ned Stark right, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. No, like, you know, again, we talk about people like Varys and Littlefinger, who yeah. are minor-ish characters, but really important in key or moments. Or even characters and like And they them. Grand, like yeah. Brawn, you know all these people yeah. who Stannis. are not Stannis. Yeah, like yeah. they look. They, looked, they did a great job, and I
4: think the production design helps the characters because it's one of those shows where when you go to the IMDb page or you Google them or whatever, and you see the actors out of. Like, <laughs> what does Stannis look like when he's not dressed up as Stannis? He just looks like some dude, but like he looks like Stannis when they, like they do the hair and the he's makeup like and how much and how much dirt they have on his face and just like everything. Or you know, well, hats
2: off to their FX department and specifically the people who are doing the mats and the CGI paintings and the effects and things like that because it's integrated so subtly. Yeah. I
1: watched the first four. screeners. Oh, you, you yeah well, you, you yeah. saw them too. The screeners of that first season, the first five episodes, Which whatever, don't with have no CGI. the FX. It oh. is amazing that how how natural realistic most of the cgi is where you wouldn't know but also hats off for them um realizing this that's not inter- enough making this an international production and yeah. doing the smart thing that most you know probably costs a lot more but saying we're going to take a unit and we're going to do all of the north of the wall stuff separately in iceland mm-hmm. we're going to do this stuff in northern ireland and we're going to do this stuff and i don't know that in croatia i think they went this year for the Romania. for the carth yeah. stuff mm-hmm. um so so they feel like they're in different parts of the world cuz they're actually in different parts of the world right there and is it, no substitute and it makes the really. difference no. it's just like it's just like back in the day when i was watching uh when I was watching uh, Star Trek The Next Generation and they would go to planets and nine times out of ten the planet was a soundstage. Yeah. And it's We'd crushing down to the middle planet of the soundstage California 97. Hazard. Right. And then then they would do an episode like Darmok and they're like out by Vasquez Rocks but it's like hey they're outdoors. It's like <laughs> it's a real outdoors. And, and there's just something it you can't fake about it. And so seeing them in Iceland and seeing them in Croatia even... Y- you feel like they're in a real world, and and Absolutely. and that and that when you cut between them, it's like oh, we're something really different now.
4: And the dragons are a little bit over their budget, though. <laughs> yeah, just yeah just they're a keeping bit. it's they're, tough. They're, I know they only have a little yeah. bit; they save it they're for the last up. episode. But I, I kind of feel they're going to have
1: to spend more time with the dragons eventually. But you know, yeah. Right. Yeah. you're right; and, and, and it's
4: going to be tough because like that costs a lot of money to do living things definitely. in CG. Well, and, yeah, well, and yeah, you, you to can you get, you get away with a little bit with things that aren't real. Haven't, haven't? I know, but like put them, like Monty said, put them in the dark. Dragons don't in. come out Dragons the only come out at night. Okay? There
0: is there is actually it's the shadow war of the night dragons people. Yes. <laughs> no, there is actually in fact they do that a little bit in some of the later books. Yeah, are, the dragons are kind of Stop uh, talking about yeah, the later yeah, books. They're in the dark. Yeah, they're Spoilers. in the dark. Spoilers. No, but it's
2: interesting um HBO post well, HBO mentioned some figures and facts about their how much money it costs to produce each episode and how that budget went up 20% for this season specifically for the last two episodes. And nothing else so they did 20% more an episode and the episodes already cost like 15 million dollars and then they took all that 20% they didn't spend it on those individual episodes (laughs) and they they put it on the black water exactly
1: well so here's the thing now this is this is the show on HBO this is like their show and I was I was talking to um, to a friend I know who is a, a friend of mine who's a TV critic and and what he said to me was this is their show they need to pony up. They, this is the time when you spend more money. You order more episodes, which they don't seem like they're going to do. They're going to do 10. You spend more money and you say, you know, we have an opportunity here. This is our flagship. Let's not cheap it out. This is, this is, like we're going so to yeah, get our money mm-hmm. back now because this is going to be a hit. Let's spend the money. And I, I have no doubt that it's already an expensive show, but I look at it and think, you know what? You guys could spend more money and you're going to get it back because this the, thing yeah. is like a That's phenomenon. It's like they did with Lord of the yeah. Rings.
4: They, they, they bet big on Lord of the Rings they spent all yeah. the monies all the monies on all the movies and, and it paid off
0: and as much as I like having more show I'm not sure that I go both ways on the upping the episode count because I feel like constraining them to do the show in 10 episodes right. makes yeah. them make hard give them, choices give them 12 yeah, 12 well, to that's, 13 that's what, I think. that's what yeah, I'm yeah. like thinking not, not 26 not, no yeah, no, no. You, give,
1: you give them 12 yeah. and you give them a bigger budget Sure. A,
0: or, or both sure. and I think, <laughs> I think for the next two seasons covering book three I think that they might need to
1: yeah they're going to have some really interesting challenges because I, I don't think there's a logical way to tell that story straight through and cut it in the middle I think they're going to need a climax and that means that they're going to they're going to have to really change around the sequencing which might which, mean doing accelerating some plot lines yeah. lengthening some other plot yeah, lines which could be cool but mm-hmm. it, they're going to be gonna more it's going to be changes. harder the
0: writers I,
4: have their work I, cut out for them I hope they intriguing. got these I hope they got these characters into long term contracts so they're going to be in a Seinfeld Situation. Yeah. Where all no, of a the so. show, All of a sudden, the show is famous, and then and then the leads well, want ten times more and money. The tricks
0: also is because it takes them so long to make it, and because you have a number of people who are young kids. Yeah. that gets tricky. You gotta as hurry well up before Arya's Yeah, he's a little uh, forever,
4: guys. Uh, I, have no, I, have no, possible, I have no. I have no doubt that Joffrey will still look, because he's got that face. He's, he's going to be punchy. But his like, but Arya, he's like punchable. he's like thirty seven, Monty. I know, but Arya, Arya like you can't become like you know, yeah, she can't be a forty year old woman chain smoking like she needs to be. She needs to be like a, a little girl, yeah. Who could pass as a boy, mm-hmm.
1: Monty? What did you think about the second season? You- uh, um, towards the end of the
3: second season, I started watching the Borgias too, which I. Thought was an interesting comparison in terms of episode by episode budget, because the Borgias doesn't have any magic and stays largely in one place, but has a much higher fancy outfit and ridiculous setting budget.
1: <laughs> so they have more—they have more uh, cravats and uh, capes, and more pomp
4: and circumstance. They have a panther. They <laughs> just have a panther <laughs> in a cage for no reason. But there's no CGI. <laughs> if you let it out of the cage, it eats people. That's why.
1: That's a good reason. Let's
4: see yeah, a couple episodes ago.
1: <laughs> All right, that's good. That's good to know. Well, so onward to onward to season three of Game of Thrones in a year. Mm. Mm.
4: Mm. Yeah, it could be worse. It could be Sherlock. Well,
1: Game of Thrones is good stuff. I like it. It's one of my favorites on the air right now. So, looks like everybody agrees. Yep.
4: All right. Well, I think that
1: uh, that's going to close up our special wacky four people in a room together and somebody else on Skype, uh, Monty. Thank you for being the odd man out. Sorry, you're at the other end of the Skype line. We wish you were here. Glad I could help. Yeah, it was great. It was great having you. Sorry, sorry that you're uh, you're down down a well or you know down a Skype connection. But
2: down a Skype without was, a path. It was
1: nice to have you and your wisdom with us. And in the room, um, I would like to thank my in room my in room guests, Dan Morin. Thanks for being here.
0: Thank you for having me, Jason. It's a pleasure to actually see you in person. And now. I will poison you all just in case Stannis storms
1: us. (laughs) Well, that's, I have the ear poison at the ready. Serenity Caldwell. Thanks for being here. And by that, I mean physically here.
2: I love being physically here, Jason. And you know, if Dan decides to poison us, well, what is dead may never die.
1: Wow. John Syracusa. It is great to see you in person. And, uh, this is when i record podcasts all the time is is, is sort of li- this late in the day yeah this is
4: much nicer i hereby i volunteer to teleport out here anytime you want to record a teleport. podcast. So you envelop, my, teleport my into son machine and i'm here
1: my son is working on portal technology because it would save him from having <laughs> to walk to school
4: it's patented he'll never be able patent to that's right
1: oh is there a patent for portals already yes well you, sure your,
4: patented items don't have to work
1: is it a standard essential patent for the the portaling standard, mm-hmm. I think Valve may have the patent on they do. portals. They certainly do. My portals are different; they're green and orange. <laughs> it's totally different, and they're square. They're octagonal.
4: All right, so that's, you're right; it's a new invention. You're it's a all new. Good.
1: It's a new invention. Yes. All right. Until next time on the incomparable, this is Jason Snell signing off. Thanks for listening.